Blog Talk Radio. Comments expressed on the J. King Network contain mature content and may be deemed as offensive in nature. However, they may not reflect the same views held by the network itself. So please, use discretion when tuning in. Good morning, everybody. My name is J. King. Welcome to Kings in the Morning. Good morning, Willie Jan. With me are my co-hosts, Sydney Texas. Good morning, all you awesome wonders out there in Cyberland. And welcome to the Kings in the Morning. We're glad you're here with us today. But let me remind you, as I always do, this isn't your ordinary show, but for he or she that can endure to the end. That being said, strap them down, roll them up, and tap them in. You're going to need all three, caffeine, nicotine, and adrenaline. Go ahead, Mr. J. King, and do your thing. Your shit then broke, Jay. Ladies and gentlemen, on this Monday, February 19, 2024, you're riding with the king. Mushroom friend. Good morning, everyone here on the J. King Network. I refuse to be sloppy seconds. I should be first. Have a great day and get ready for a rough ride here on the J. King Network. There ain't a problem he can't fix. He can fix it in the mix. Six in the mix. Every breath you take is a blessing. Don't believe me? Hold your breath for about two minutes. All right, let's read. Kings in the morning for a Monday. Get your coffee and get your butts out the way. Brother Reverend Ali. Start spreading the news. You're getting muted today. You're going to be a part of it. Muter, muter, if I get muted anywhere, I'd rather get muted right here, it's up to you, muter, muter. Um, Fred, you can't say nothing when he's doing his mute song. Shut the fuck up. Damn. 
<laughs> he wants he, to be he, in my group, the, King. He just, but you're doing the mute song. We, we, how many times we got to say the same thing over and over again? He really wants to be me, Jay. <laughs> Do you want him to be you? Nah, I just, you know, I, maybe I, a part of his money, but them fingers and then them, them that, that mouth of his, I don't want nothing to be with. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, brother. Come on, man. <laughs> but why? But why are you? Why are you trying to jump in on his? What if he tried to jump in on yours, Fred? Uh, man, I was just giving him a thumbs up, man. I could giggle a little bit. Why the fuck is it always no, me? No, you can't. You, you, got got no, you can giggle afterwards. Good morning, Dave Smith. And you How said you don't want to fucking do what And you're not sloppy seconds. Let me explain to you, Fred, how this thing works. If Simi, Johnny Davis, and Yusef Kente are here, they're going to go before you. They've been here the longest. Now that's fucked up. <laughs> well, well, that's, they that's took the a leave. Rule. They, both all them motherfuckers took a leave of absence and come right back here, and I get bumped down to the motherfucking ninth. Fuck you, man. You full of shit. You always play that bullshit. <laughs> 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 he sound like he gonna put something on that ass, Jay, when you come outside. <laughs> Rosangela, good morning, uh, Ms. Costa. So let me ask you a question, friend. What is the best way for me to deal with it based on your thinking? Based on my motherfucking thinking, if I call in 10 minutes before the show and listen to all that bullshit, and I call in every day, I ought to be first. These motherfuckers show up when they want to, and then all of a sudden you goddamn me bump them to the fucking top of the list. That's bullshit. John Beckman said, in fact, Brother Fred, should I call in, you come after me. Just deal with it. No, that's not true, Beckman. No, you... Let me tell you again. Let me say this again. Yusef Kente is always, if he's here, he's always going to be first. That's how it's been. Uh, Jimmy Braxton, Johnny Davis. Johnny, if Johnny Davis is here, then Johnny Davis. If Simi Braxton here, then Simi Braxton's after Johnny Davis. And then, Fred, you come in. Okay? Now, Ali could say, well, Jay, I've been here consistently years, longer than anybody. Ten years. Why aren't ten I years. first? But he goes last because he because he cleans it up with the, the mute song. But he could easily say, let me be first. And I would have to, if, if I'm listening to you, Fred, I would have to listen to Ali and just and really fuck the show over because that's what would be happening. I would be... I would be fucking the show over for Ali's ego. But what you want me to do is fuck the show over for your fat-ass ego. <laughs> well, it would be uh, Johnny and then Simi and then me. It would be Johnny. No, it would be, yeah, it would be Johnny, Simi, and you, yeah, if it went in order. Right. Yeah, but, you know, Kente would be first. Kente, 
So, so it's based on the rhythm of the show. If Kente's here, one love, one love, you're lucky if you have just one love, one love, one love, you're lucky if you have just one. The only thing Kill yourself. says is love yourself. <laughs> and then I say, that's yourself, Kente, y'all. So I introduce him. The next one. You like that shit, I'm saying. Will be Johnny Davis. The next one will be Johnny Davis. Johnny Graham Cracker Davis, Davis, Davis. And then Johnny would do his. And then Simi Braxton. And then Simi does his. And now Fred, Why is Yusuf Kente right first? In. Yeah, Kente's first. Why? He wasn't here first. The nigga didn't quit, got fired, and came back. You blew, you blew up the goddamn building. You blew up the goddamn building, man. It's lucky we even got a fucking building. Yeah. That was that is true, Ali. You was gonna blow up the building. What building? I don't even know what building y'all talking about, man. Nigga, you what I don't know whatever building it was that you was trying to blow up, nigga. Don't act like you wasn't gonna blow up the goddamn Nigga, building. I wasn't gonna blow you up shit gonna... but the state capitol, nigga. Oh it's man, a building. don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is, Fred, you These know, Fred, don't be, are Fred, I'm going to be honest huh? with you, Fred. I'm a, Fred, can ego I be honest tripping with you? motherfuckers. Oh, my God. Good morning, God. more Eagle tripping. More Especially you, Eagle. Let me be honest uh, with you, Fred. Fred, Fred you got a little bitch in you. Uh, and I, if you. I was you, I, I, no. I, that's what I said. You got, see, now you want to have sex with me. You got a little bitch in you, and if I was you, I'd try to get rid of it. Because Nobody want to have once, a motherfucking sex with once, you. Once, if you start letting bitch grow, having a, having a, having if a you start letting bitch grow, they think, no, we're going to see you with a little no wig bitch. on, and you're going to be like uh, like the boy who turned into Caitlyn. And you're going to be the Caitlyn, Caitlyn Jenner of Kings of the Morning. Caitlyn. I'm just Caitlyn. trying to stop the bitch oh, from growing in you. That motherfucker that uh, used to play, uh... wow. You're out there rubbing yeah. that line. I'm trying to save you from yourself. Man, go ahead and move on with the show, dog. Good morning, Kente. Good morning, King. Good morning. Good morning, Johnny Grandpacker Davis. These motherfuckers. I invited y'all, all y'all to dinner last night. Didn't nobody show up. I didn't know. I, I will say this. I'm going to start, if, if, if Fred continue in the direction he goes in right now, in a week or two, I'm going to start calling him Caitlin Crosby. No, Friday, you said you was going to, uh, that motherfucker said uh, he was going to cut ties with my motherfucking ass. <laughs> you said she was going to cut ties with me, now. Did I just have some cut ties with you, Fred? Yeah, you say I'm freaking up your platform. <laughs> so um, I, I want to say I, I want to give a big shout out to Kevin Costner because uh, his ex-wife uh, kind of good morning, Roxwell. Um, uh, your light above you keeps dimming. Um, it's not the light above me that's dimming. It's uh, uh, it, yeah, it might, but that's not what's making it dim. It, for some reason, um, it is. Uh, I gotta do, fix the lighting in the phone. Anyway, Kevin Costner's ex-wife may have screwed herself in an epic divorce, 
all because she listed everything under the sun as an expense she'd need covered and almost a quarter of a million dollars in monthly child support. Good morning, Renee Chapman. Um, even though her final amount ended up being far, far less. TMZ has a new documentary about this uncoupling, one of the most acrimonious we've seen in a long time here in Hollywood. And a particular element about the proceeding that was fascinating is the fact that Christine shot for the moon and what she was seeking first. Of course, we're referring to the $248,000 a month. Good morning, Kelly in monthly child support she wanted from Kevin, an astronomical amount that she justified with an absorbed, absurd list of expenses she said she needed. Among those costs she said she needed covered, cosmetic surgeries and other luxuries like boutique shopping, massive ATM withdrawals, and sky-high attorney's fees. In the end, a judge gave her a fraction of what she wanted, even though Kevin offered her more that she ended up getting greed of the most, I think. We talked talk to lots of folks in the know about celebrity divorces to see what they thought. Christine swung for the fences. <clears throat> we got some interesting insight. Turns out there's really no such thing as an ironclad prenup. The, document gets, the, the documentary gets into all of this and more. So TMZ, don't ever... You know, you don't want TMZ to start digging into your shit. They just so nosy. But, yeah, sometimes ladies, I'm, I'm going to tell you, dudes, when you date, when you marry younger women, and you see how young this girl is, uh, you know, that's her with the dress on. You know, she's young and older the kids that he, you know, he dropped, she dropped frogs for him. But, you know, but she's, you know, she's a lot younger. Um. Uh, so yeah, she didn't get two hundred and forty-eight thousand dollars. Though she got what what was crazy about this case, Jeff, is he offered her more than what she got because she fought him to get more than his offer, and she ended up with less. So I think that's a win for for everybody. It's a win for the gold digger because the gold digger got to know when to stop digging for gold. Um, and good morning, um, Fat. Um, yeah, it is unbelievable. Um, King, I can't wait. But I can't wait to hear these idiot co-hosts here on Kings in the Morning, Reese, Retarded Rev, Hada, Johnny Davis. Nurse Dre explained how incorrectly they were about the whole Donald Trump New York civil trial. These meatheads claim it was a big nothing to do about nothing. This case will be, case will be dropped or dismissed. No one was hurt or injured. Letitia James, a joke, and has absolutely nothing here, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Man, we got some bonehead co-hosts on this show, King. <laughs> Nigga, you a bonehead, nigga. You can't even get Donald Trump to buy one of your black little sweat search, nigga. Good morning, your punk ass. Good morning. Um, well, Leticia James. Donald Dave, just marketed his tennis shoes. Uh, so, so, so Johnny, he's gonna need to sell way more 
than a thousand pair of tennis shoes in order to pay this debt. He's he's north of five hundred million dollars that he got to pay. Maybe closer to six hundred million. Yeah, he's you gonna know, um, appeal that. He know he ain't gonna pay all that money. Well, in order for him to appeal it, he's got to put up ten percent cash. He and got the it. Rest in property that equals it. So he got it, Jay. Um, now, now let me tell you. Um, hey, Chocolate Peach. Good morning. Let me just tell you. Um, yeah, the shoe. But he only had a thousand pair of shoes of JoJo Red. It's easy to sell out a thousand pair of shoes. I and they was your color pair. too, Ali. That yeah, was what they go. They, they, the gold I they was your I might even buy gold. a pair just to keep um, that, that'll be worth some money one day because mm-hmm. Donald Trump is. And my, mine's going to be a million dollars one day, my gold ones. Yeah. <laughs> you need to sell Marcy they Largo. The shoes, though. They ain't the kind of shoes you wear. They're the kind of shoes you, you buy and you put in, in. And they just said he can't use GoFundMe either. Wow. Yeah. So Donald Trump uh, is in big, mighty more trouble. And I, the, the more I think about it, the more confident I am that the prosecutor and um, the prosecutor in Georgia will um, will continue to. To move to move forward will be on the case. Chocolate Peach said them shoes was ugly. Uh, um, uh, Lamont Rose said, "Right, Jay, stupid, dumb." Um, Renee Chapman said, "He doesn't have it." No, no. you know, um, Donald Trump. The, the I hate to say it now, but the Donald Trump train is running out of gas. It's run out of gas. Donald ain't running out of no gas, Jay. He gonna be the president. Y'all just pushing that shit. You watch too much TV. I'm not talking TV. I don't. I don't watch Man. TV. So who gonna who gonna be the president, Jay? The, uh, well, you know what, Ali. So let me let me say this. Let me say this. If if they if they put Biden in front of the American public, Donald Trump might be president. If they hide Biden well enough, then they might fool the people. Um, I don't know about um, we have to check with Reese. I don't know about that. We have to check with resources. Good morning, Janet Marie. Um, if they show they they got a com- a, a, a constantly running. Uh, commercial with Biden, and it shows that he's fucked up, Jay. So if they hide the nigga now, it's too late. They they got they got to hide. Man, he would be, you know, I don't. Come on with it. Come on with it. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do to this dumbass. See, instead of him putting his dumbass on mute and so we don't hear him, I'll put his dumbass. Good morning, Red Top Studio. I'll put his dumbass on mute. He do that every day, Jay. It don't make no sense. It's almost like he, he 
He wants people to hear how silly he is. Fred, we don't want to hear your silliness in the back. Today is Monday, February 19th, 2024. I'm going to do the daily word. You said, Kente, are you doing the word of the day? Trump is, <laughs> Trump is fucked up too, Dave Smith. The problem is that he's not a mummy. The other boy's a mummy. Janet, what are you doing? I thought you were doing cardio. How are you busting your ribs doing cardio? Uh, Renee Chapman said, Trump has to get the in, that independent vote. I don't care how many calls and gas Biden has, he can't do it. Uh, you know, I, I, I wish that was so, um, Renee, but the problem that I think people don't recognize with as it relates to Trump versus Biden is Trump's 40% is solid. They don't move. Biden, you know, his 40% question is, good morning, Veronica Burke. Good morning, Kerry Hines. They are questioning, good morning, Mr. J.D. Henry. Um, they're questioning the Kamala Harris effect. I know you cracked your ribs New Year's Eve, Janet Marie, but I thought they healed. Well, I went over there and I beat that thing up last night, Jay. That's why she in pain. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Good morning, Asa, babe. Jeff Carlin said, my dad wanted me, wanted to take me for a drive to the Santa Monica Pier, and he hit the damn curve going straight on Santa Monica Boulevard. I was shitting myself. (laughs) It's better but not healed. Oh, okay. So, Kente, um, if Kente's not doing the word of the day, are you doing the word of the day, Ali? I got it. So today, Monday, February 19th. Why am I not doing the what? word of the day? Because I asked Because you didn't answer. Nick didn't say nothing. You didn't say nothing. Oh, okay. Whoa, oh, cowboy. Okay, I, I missed it. All right. Well, nigga, I was doing you, something. You ready now, time. nigga? Well, Ali, Do you want- I heard you say, Puppet master. No, you never quit the show. Did did Ali ever quit the show? Uh, yes, he has. Well, why are you over there, well, Jay? Why are you over there? About? Why are you starting shit, Jay? You over there instigating? He's supposed to be doing the word of the day. the word of the day, Jay. He ain't supposed to be asking you questions when you already announced the word of the day. Professor Keone said, "They need to spray Biden orange. Maybe Trump's retarded followers." Like the retarded rev might get confused and select Biden because we know those dum dums only understand colors. John Beckman said, Today is my dad's 97th birthday. Happy birthday to your father, to Mr. Beckman. Um, Jan Marie said, I still feel that I have to wrap strong support around them. I still don't twist or pick up anything over two pounds. Oh, Keone, Keone. 
let me, uh, I want to buy one of your sweatshirts, uh, Keone. How much is it, and where do I go buy it? <laughs> you gonna do the, are you going to do the, the word of the day? Or, or King, I, I, if you don't mind, I would acquiesce, and I'd like to see what the, the uh, Pinocchio has to offer today. Okay. So, wow. Okay, no. <laughs> okay. Um, Trump is under a lot of stress. His burger-eating ass might have a heart attack. It's what Bernard said. Jenna-Marie said, thank God I took care of myself before. My waistline is 24 inches now. My hips are 38. <laughs> okay. Uh, today, um, the daily word is leadership. L-E-A-D-E-R-S-H-I-P, leadership. I lead with courage and wisdom. I can be a leader no matter my age or where I am in my life's journey. As a parent, teacher, business person, or student, I make the most of opportunities to be a trailblazer and to demonstrate to others how to live and give with whole heart. Leadership is both inherent and learned. Through my natural ability to make wise decisions, I positively direct my life and seek to inspire others, learning from my experiences, I discern even better ways to lead. The same qualities within me are within all people. I bless the world's leaders and envision each one living a life of wisdom, peace, and service. I affirm divine order in all that they do and in each life they serve. Today's Bible verse is Luke 22:26. The greatest among you must become like the youngest, and the leader like the one who serves. Brother Reverend Ali, what is the word of the day? OG, the word of the day is lump, spelled L-U-M-P. And the definition for lump, OG, is a compact mass of a substance, especially one without a definite or regular shape. Let me see if I can use that in a sentence. Janet Marie got a lump in her hip because I hit it from the back real hard. Lump. <laughs> and you're still stuck there. That's the lump. <laughs> oh, man. Good morning, Legend of Sanders. <laughs> this is... Up this show, I don't know. Don't hit <laughs> um, Jenna Marie said, "You wrong, Ali. You didn't say that last night." <laughs> Jenna Marie, hey. she said, "Jenna Marie is twenty-four and got a, a thirty, thirty-six. What she say? Hips? She, she said twenty-four weight. Uh-huh. And a thirty-four li- uh, hips." Oh, I, well, good thing I was just looking at the eyes and the face. I didn't. I, I wasn't looking at it. I was looking at the presentation of the nigga. Face. Back up off my woman, nigga. Don't even speak about her, nigga. Ali was saying. Ali was saying this. Alvin Harrison. Good morning. Oh, 
I could I could hear, but it's that bouncing. It's got that bouncing um, baseline like um, bump and grind to that. Boom, 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 boom. How long is that song? That song is um, <laughs> four minutes and six seconds long. That's how long the song is. Did you see so, what Johnny was serving for dinner last night? Johnny's uh, great. The, the song that I sent you guys, I sent you guys for Alvin last night. The um, what? I got your back. I sent you. I sent you. I got your back. Since I'm late to the show, Coach, could you quickly have somebody type in what subjects that were discussed so far? There were no subjects. Uh, the only subject we discussed was the fact that um, Kevin Costner's wife. Uh, asked for $248,000 a month in child support, which included um, her um, her uh, cosmetic surgeries, her um, large sums of cash from ATM, and her lawyer's fees. And um, and the and the judge he offered her $72,000 a month. Uh, and she received less than that in the judgment. So I enjoyed that. I thought it was really a victory. A victory for hard workers. Uh, you're welcome, Alvin. Uh, Reese, uh, Reese, good morning. Uh, uh, Reese, um, Professor Keone had a few questions for you as it related to the um, – the prosecutor in New York City that you thought would um, would lose, and he wants to know what's your position now that she's stumped uh, Trump's face into the dirt. Is that what she did? I'm, I mean, I, I guess you would say that. I guess Keone would say I, that. I'm just telling you what Keone said. I'm just. I'm I know, but but message. but that sounds like you're giving credence to what Keone said without I'm just, any. I'm, no, I'm just. I'm passing the message. Oh, so are you Keone okay with you. me answering without you running interference for it? Yeah, of course I am. Okay, I want to make sure that you understand that because I'm talking to Keone. Do not run interference. Do not try to bail him out. Keone said, and I quote, and he knows that he said it. Donald Trump will not be able to do business in New York, and they would close down his businesses. He would be kicked out of New York City. That was the case. Is that the ruling? No. So Keone well, taking he is, a small – he can't do anything for three – he's kicked out for three no, years? No, that's not true. He can't be in charge for three years. His businesses yep. are still there. And you said well, that, you, said think, you wouldn't but, run but interference. He can't be in charge for three, you so said you out. wouldn't run interference. I'm talking okay, to Keone. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Don't fucking take. See, that's the thing, Jay. You part I'm not. I'm, I'm gonna stay out of it. I'm, I'm not saying that. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Keone said that Letitia James would get exactly what she was asking for, and she didn't get exactly what she asked for. The judge didn't give it to her. So if you want to take a partial win, that's fine. We're going to see an appeal. We know it's going to be overturned. I played you to Kevin O'Leary tape. In fact, I paid you every goddamn, or at least I played every economist who says that the whole thing is bullshit, but I don't need Keone's qualifier, and I don't need you parsing his words. He thinks it's a win. Let him celebrate it. You know, whatever it is he's got to do to jerk himself off at night to feel good about Donald Trump's demise, go right ahead. 
Shoot it all, buddy. Bust your nut. Again, take your partial win. I've got no issue with it. Again, and I've got no horse in the race. As I said on WTIC today, every business in New York City should be bailing out. They should be bouncing from the city right now. Because if one of those fuckers vote for Donald Trump, support Donald Trump, Letitia James could go after them too. Be careful what you Have you heard for. about this? Have you heard about this trucker strike that's going on in New York yep. as a result of this? Uh-huh. Supposedly Be careful going what on? you wish for. I don't know. Be careful what you wish for is what I say. Again, I, I told you, people celebrating prematurely don't know better. But that's okay. You know, my mother, what did your mother used to say? Everybody's mother used to say, a hard ass makes a soft behind. Good luck. Mm-hmm. My mother never said a hard head makes a soft ass. Well, yeah, okay. well, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying, yes, a hard yeah. head makes a soft ass. But getting it, you changed it up, Reese. You made it whitish. Yeah. You made it whitish, okay. Reese, when you said all, it. Listen, we all have to learn the hard way. That's just the way. That's how children learn. It's just how children learn. <laughs> Who's going to be the president, uh, Reese? Christy Graham said, I never thought I would hear him say the words Donald Trump's demise out of his mouth. Actually, the judge actually made it easier for Trump on appeal, and I don't know why he yes, did. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. He because, made it he because made he it knows very it's easy going to be Trump to Yeah, he made it very easy for Trump to appeal it by by his actions. It's like I, I don't know why you would do that, but he did it. So this is going to go on for a while. I, this this is not he's not paying any money right now. That's it's for a, sure. It's, it's a game, go man. Yeah, yeah, it's a game. It's entertainment. He's got to pay. He's got to pay 10%, and he's got to put the rest up in, in assets and property, uh, the, the full judgment. And a lot of, and, and, you know, so if he loses, they don't have to go chase anything because it's right there. But he's gonna, if he loses, he's going to appeal again, Jay. Uh, he, well, he can't appeal again. <laughs> so let me explain to you how appeal works. Um, uh, the only I know how appeal works. I, I have appeals. Have you ever been to appeal? You ain't never been no. in no jail appeal and no court appeal facing jail time and your money being taken. You can appeal it okay. after First the judge all, puts uh, it, denies it. So after you lose, you can appeal it. Appeal, the only way he can have a second appeal is if there was a mistrial of sorts. If there was some no, misconduct. it don't have to be a mistrial, Jay. Yeah, yeah. You can't once you lose an appeal, yeah. that's it. You can't appeal yeah. an appeal. Yes, you can. Yeah. Jay, I'm going to have to ask you to review that one more time, sir. Please, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to ask you to look it up again, please. Steve, this is what Thank I'm hearing you. from Reese Hopkins, shitty mouth. This is what Professor Keone said. Good morning, Del Bernie King. This is what I'm hearing from Reese. Reese Hopkins, shitty mouth. Blah, 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 blah. Maybe that should be your new company, uh, Keone, yeah, Shitty what? Mouth. Hold on, hold on. Shitty just Mouth so might sell you some sweatsuits, nigga. <laughs> just, just, so we, just so we understand each other, uh, J. King, because, again, I'm going to let you be the arbiter of – I want you to be the arbiter of all truth. Did Keone dispel anything that I just said? No, he fucking didn't. He immediately no, he went to ad hominem attacks because he can't dis- dispel what I just said. So that's usually the case. When you caught over a barrel, only, you talk okay, so, so about Let me just say this. You, the only way he could appeal 
as if he appealed it to a higher court. He can't appeal it in the same Jay, way. Jay, yeah. Jay, Jay stop, stop trying to shoot me down, Jay. I said he can I'm appeal after you, the appeal. I want to tell you no. what I'm doing to your dumb ass. I'm doing something to you that you don't know. I'm teaching your dumb ass. So I put you on mute so you can do something you have a hard time doing, and that's learn. So, motherfucker, you on mute to learn. Good morning, Kelvin Battle. So, yeah, that was the only thing I wanted you to look at, Jay King, because so, yeah. just, so like, can't, just like recently, so can't he had the appeal a, a ruling if, if, it, if, if at, if at a, let's just say, superior court level. You can't appeal at the same you, court. You right. lost the appeal. The only way you could do you could move up, you could appeal that is if you went to a higher court. But a higher court That's would correct. have to agree to hear it. A higher court could also correct. say, you know, um, we don't want to hear this. It, it, you know, it's That's already correct. been decided. I you think you're learning, Jay. You're, you're teaching yourself, you Jay. You ain't C, teaching me. Young and C is joining us. Young and C. Now, well, he old and C now. You got it. That nigga can't bust the move no more. <laughs> Marvin Young can still bust the move. I'm, Marvin, and, and, um, I love I love Young MC. Marvin is my friend. Thank you for being here, Marvin. Marvin, I got to tell you, we we do have a we have a motherfucker on this show that we call it Ears of Stone, and uh, if we play some music, you'll know why. But everybody, play some Marvin of your Young new MC. stuff, Young MC. Let me hear your new song, Young MC. <laughs> Reese is in one of his Reese is in that bust the move video. That was my first oh. gig back of my MTV days. If you Is that right? It, yep, that was my first dance gig when uh, first music video I did back in the day. Yeah, Jay. And so you, you came were, to so people you in, um, So you were in um uh Young MC's video for uh Buster Move? Yes I was. Well, I was it was a B roll but right. the one that's taken outside in the um it's not a refinery. What the hell was that warehouse thing? Yeah, but I, I had, yeah, I had a, I had a, you can't, I mean, I'm not, like, you can't, if you blink, you miss me, but that was my first no, job when I worked at no, um, MTV. No, you don't. You don't blink. No, you don't. I, I can't. Look, <laughs> look at you. Look at she's your advocate. She's trying to get some dick this week. Oh, shut up. Shut, shut up. up. Anyway. Let me give him the line. We talk from time to time. Uh, 
I was on the phone with. Hey, um, ask him where does he put? I, ask him where's his Grammy. Um. Um. So, um, Reese, want to know where your Grammy is? Where's your Grammy? Keith Harrison. I was on. Um, I was on the phone yesterday with Keith Harrison from Fazo. And uh you know, it's a trip because you know there's another one of those songs. This is Keith Harrison Fazo. Yeah, I love it. Isn't it amazing how much music came out of Dayton, that little city? It's amazing. There's a funk in the breezeway. He farted. He farted in the car. That's a true story. That's a true story. He came on this show. He came on Kings in the Morning and told us that that lyric, that I'm riding high, there's a funk on the, on the breezeway. He farted in the car. They were riding someplace. That's why you come oh, wow. on Kings in the Morning. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great story. <laughs> I'm riding high. Never fall for the Good morning, Brother J.K. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we got some cool people. We've had um, Larry Dunn. We've had Larry Dunn, Earth, Wind & Fire, Songwriters Hall of Fame. Um, uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Nerys Grammys Hall of Fame. Larry Larry Dunn's been on here a few times. We've had Larry Blackman on the show. We've had um, Michael Cooper. Yeah, we have Michael. Remember Michael Cooper came on the show, and and Robert Redwine said, "Michael Cooper, what what are you wearing?" Michael Cooper said, hey, man, I don't play that. I don't play like that. <laughs> hey, you know when you have back in a while? Oh. Malcolm Jamal Warner, you need to get him back on here. Yeah, we have Malcolm Jamal Warner on the show before. Yeah. Yesterday, yesterday I was talking to um, – I was talking to um, – Raouf from the uh, SOS band. I have to get him on the show one day. Yeah, I have to get him on the show one day. We have some. We got some cool people on the show. Then we have one of. The, we have um, Joey Bean from the Rule Boys. Come on. 
He came on the show. Well, he hasn't he hasn't came on to talk. We got to get him on to talk one day. You know who else we got to get on to talk? Um, who Keone? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, yeah, we have Phil Perry on. So, so um, last week when we had Phil, Perry, let me tell you guys what happened. So Phil Perry came on the show because Phil, if we're on, Phil will come on Instagram and he will say, um, um, "It's not my domino tournament." Uh, Christy Graham, so I don't know who they have showing up. It's not my domino tournament. Okay, stop distracted. Um, He'll pair up with I'm the sorry. show on Instagram. Right. So, so, so Phil Perry, um, he um, he came on. He asked to come on. Hey, Evolve, good morning. To come on, we, I, I I let him on, and then after he was done playing with us, he wanted to get off. So instead of him, um, I would love to have um, um, Shannon. I love her. That's my girl. And then he um, uh, he said, I want to get off. And then he just stopped talking with us. And then his people start banging on us, start basically banging on me. Then uh, we want Phil off the show now. I'm like, okay, hang up. You have to end your show. I'm like, we're not ending our show. You in the show now. Here you now. And they start doing all this shit. I'm like, hold up. No, that's not going to happen. And then my people who's on on Instagram start banging on them. So then it was a banging contest. I'm like, hold on, let me stop this banging. I can end this show for Phil, Phil uh, you know, because I, I love Phil Perry. Um, Alvin Harrison said they come on your show because they have mad respect for you, not only as an artist, but because you're – the person you are. Thank you, uh, Alvin. Uh, no, I'm not lying, Janet Marie. I'm telling you what happened. And they take, started trying to listen pay me. I want me. you to. Good then, morning, Jake. And good morning. Good morning. His daughter was disrespectful. Even uh, see. Um, this video contains music or audio that may belong to someone else. Ad break, disabled. I'm not. I, I'm not gonna play no more music. Facebook is such little snitches and mitches. Darius McCrary. Yep, we had Darius McCrary on. Had Darius McCrary on. Good morning, Johnny Davis. How you doing, sir? Oh, that's not. Oh, that's not Johnny Davis. That's Professor Keone. Good morning, Professor. Good morning, JK. I'm just sitting here listening to Radio Patient just so I can address Reese Hopkins. Does he want to call me out? <laughs> I love it. Your voice is changed, Catherine. Your voice changed, Franco. Franco, you sound like Franco. Hey, don't you worry. Don't you worry about my voice. 
Yeah, your voice sounds a little sound like you got a little. You know, sweet I don't even have the same rev, retarded rev. Everyone knows. Why do you sound a little sweet <laughs> now? Won't you shut the fuck oh, up? Who knows? Who knows about a man sounding sweet unless he's with a man? God, listen, listen, how you just said that sweet. That sweet you just said sounded real sugary. Look at you turning your cold. Stupid. That's why you're stupid. That's why you're stupid. Anyway, can I buy a sweatsuit? Can I buy a sweatsuit? Can I buy a sweatsuit? I want to talk to Reese. Can I buy a sweatsuit? I want to talk to Reese. Oh, I'll leave Let me 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 Let makes these statements, but he doesn't tell you why the judge made certain decisions. Now, the judge put certain people in place to oversee the entire company for the remaining of the time that he has Trump and his family on suspension, so to speak. But he recently will tell you that. So there's no need for him to go ahead and dissolve, dissolve the entire company. Be happy to address he will, that, he, sir. He will sh- shut up. Let me finish. He will have he will have those individuals he put in place make the determination like whether or not these people speak into the microphone so people can hear you, Keone. Oh, you can't hear me. Uh, I, hold on a second. Maybe I got it. Take the meat out your throat. Yeah, nigga, somebody no, got a dick in your mouth, nigga. <laughs> no, dummy. No, dummy. While I have he's it figuring on his, out his. While hold he's on, figuring hold out on, his. Reese. Hold on, Reese. I'm not done. Hold I had you on Bluetooth. Well, try not, that's try not to filibuster, but I'll wait. That's why you got, a, you got a bunch of retards on this fucking show. J.K., you might have to trade these niggas in. So check I heard out. you loud and clear. I heard you Reece loud Hopkins. and clear, Professor. So Reese Hopkins failed to explain why the judge took that position of not dissolving the company. The reason why he didn't dissolve the company is that he put people in place, his people, judges, and other judges in place to monitor the company. Now, should these idiots continue to do the wrong thing, then they're going to dissolve the company. That's what he said. So don't misquote me. That's the reason why he did it. Other than that, if he didn't put them in place, he was going to dissolve them. He already banged them for $355 million fucking dollars. I was right about that. And it's going to go up to anywhere close to $450 million. And you niggas kept saying, no, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. They're going to kick the case out. And you keep talking about this appeal. Dude, he's got to put the money up front, the same equivalent value plus 20, 10 to 20% in addition before they can even accept his appeal. What are you guys talking about? Are you guys watching the fucking program or not? Am I allowed to go yet? Are you are you yeah, remotely near done? I'll be quiet. Okay. All right. Thank you. Um, I don't understand whether or not you can hear Keone in his voice, but it sounds like he's ejaculating while he's talking about this. I just don't know. <laughs> uh, I would just say in the future, please, can you leave that personal sexual thing off the air while you're talking about this? Because I know it gets he's you hopping. excited. He's hopping. Hopping. Let's, Get to I thought you point. said you wouldn't he's interrupt, hopping. sir. Well, you made a lot of comments about shit. me. Because you made a lot of stupid shit. Because you're adding stupid shit. 
Because you get said to the a point, lot of Reece stupid Hopkins. shit while get you were the, talking. Get to the point, Reese Hopkins. Get to it. Come on. You said a lot of stupid shit while I was t- while you were talking. So turn about his fair play. So don't come at me with the attacks and then get mad when somebody attacks Reece you. Hopkins, now, you get, get to the, the point, sucker. Shut the get fuck to the up. point, bitch. Now, where, now. where is Jake when you need him? Yeah, exactly. So again, He's so we're toilet. clear. So you, so we're clear. Changing your celebration after you don't get the results that you told us you were going to get in the beginning, that you were waving. And trust me, we have the text messages to prove it. It's all verifiable. It's in your own writing. It comes directly from your phone. We have the group text. We all know it's there, and we can go through it and find it and then repost it. But now all of a sudden you play it like, again, let me finish. I didn't interrupt. Now you come off, and the judge does this, opposite of what you said he would rule on, and now you wish to take a victory lap on something you did not predict. So again, I'm going to say, look, obviously somebody's not even, you talk about not paying attention to what's going on, you're not even paying attention to what you, what you wrote yourself. You're not even, you're, you're duplicitous in your own uh, prognostication. And then you come here trying to take a victory lap over something you didn't do. So, dude, I don't care where it is that you set figures. You can call everybody a dumbass, and you can call everybody a dumb motherfucker all as you want. We know what the facts are, dude. It doesn't affect me at all. Right? I may be a supporter of Donald Trump, but I like supporting the facts. Listen, I may be a supporter of Donald Trump, but I want to support the facts. I want to support the facts. You want to support? Now, you I want speak? to support a bunch of disingenuous now, nonsense? Can Go, I ahead, speak? Go for it. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Reese Hopkins said that the Where case is going to be dismissed. Didn't you? Didn't you? I never said this case would be dismissed. Oh, That's not what we're talking. Yes, Reese Hopkins. You said that this case is going to be. I never dismissed. said that. And go find yes, the evidence that I did. What Reese Hopkins does. This we're talking about the Fulton County no, case is going to be dismissed. We're talking about and the King, as soon as he is Reece done doing whatever he did, Jay King and I have a bet about the Fulton County Letitia case. James, I, I'm not talking about that. What Letitia James had in front of her was nothing to do about nothing. Absolutely nothing. And it still this doesn't do. Going nowhere. It still doesn't. Really now. This case is going nowhere. It's going to be dropped. This and case is I never said that. Please, and you can keep you repeating it. But again, TL me, if you have the evidence of the Mexico party, you what he said, I can talk. What he said was um, um, Trump would not be convicted, that, that, that if, Trump would, if Trump was convicted in New York, he would win on appeal. And he said that the Fulton County um, case, that um, the uh, DA would be removed, and, and once she was Betty removed, Willis. the the, okay. the, um, the case would die. That they wouldn't care to so, pick up the case. So JK, that's what he said. So Reese Hopkins. Yes. So JK, the filing of this case, the Tisha James case, came before Fulton County case. So Reese has been talking about Latissa James and her moves when she was running for a prosecutor and what she promised to do to to, you know, 
if he was I remember that. To go after Trump, but he never said he, that the case. Yes, he did. He yes, never he, said JK, that Trump. Trust me, JK. He I never said me, Trump was private conversation with Reese Hopkins. What he said, that's not what he said case. on this show. Okay, I'm just telling you on this show what he said was. You can go back. Yeah. Well, you have to go back to your archives. You have to go way back to your archives, and you'll, you'll see it. Okay. You'll see it, and you'll hear it. All right. Okay? I'm telling all you right. what his argument was the entire time. In other words, all 91 charges against, against uh, Trump were going to be dismissed and dropped. This is what this fool is trying to tell you. <laughs> How fucking stupid are you? All 91? Um, I used to say the one of Barry Patton. Okay, so let me ask a question. Professor Keone, Potter says the esteemed professor of advanced meat studies has a hard on for Trump for some reason. Ask the meat field professor if Donald Trump is somehow responsible for the failure of black bullshit clothing brands. Is that a pussy? Was that from Pussy? That was from, was that from Pussy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Was that from Pussy? The answer is yes. That yeah. was from Pussy. That was from Potter. Okay. Tell Potter open wide. I got some cum to shoot in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, the genius is, is that you let Keone in so everybody else can see what you and I go through at 3, Why you 4, shut 5, your ass up, nigga? o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Every motherfucking morning. This shit, hey, and this is live now. This is reason's real. Hey, hey, Yusuf, Reese highlighting two items, two items of fucking the whole case. Now, the judge altered his decisions because he put people in place. He has a judge that's monitoring the entire corporation. So he felt that's a judge decision. Ultimately, he was going to dissolve it. That's what he was going to do in this one. But he decided to change it. But he did increase the value from two hundred something million dollars to about two hundred fifty-five okay. million dollars. All right. All I'm going to do is I'm going to say this from Trump's lawyers. Jay, won't you do a concert, Jay? No, I'd rather no, hear a concert than this nigga. Here's what I tell Reese. Here's what I tell Reese. Here's what I tell Reese. Because he's getting out here with his homeboy Roddy. And I'll share this with Reese. And I'm going to share this with Pussy. Pussy. You need to, you and Reese <laughs> need to go to New York and represent Trump because you think it's okay. way too much. Some other motherfuckers. Let me, let me, let me, let me make sure that I'm abundantly clear. Reese does go to New York. Reese goes to New York and Trump's If these two niggas go to New York and go down to Georgia, and go down to Washington, D.C. Trump will win every fucking case. D.C. niggas okay. Just so that we understand each Shut other. Because, up. again, this is, this is the whole moving the goalpost thing. The yeah, goalpost the is this. The goalpost so is this. So far, the score is, here's the score. Trump hasn't won one of these fucking cases yet. How's that okay. for a score? <laughs> the score. <laughs> that nigga hasn't won the, the goalpost has been changed. The goalpost. The goalpost has been changed several times when it comes to our good friend, Professor Fioni. But to make sure that we get it right. It's a morning, it's an online radio show, and I just broadcast live. You niggas, I tell you, boy, you niggas know how to try to flip the script. That's a Republican for you. 
And so all I, I want to do is be able to radio. Those are the radio. radio. What they're doing is talking over each other. I'm, I'm exactly. I'm not. And I'm, I'm not Republicans. I'm trying to well, respond to him, but he well, doesn't want to do that. He wants, that to, he wants to but take over the cock. You guys, I was talking about Reese. I, but you, but you suck cock like a Republican. You're a fat <laughs> failure, <laughs> Professor. You're fat and you're a failure. So let you're me a tell failure you guys, in business. You're a failure in life. That's it. So let me tell you guys well, why you're a killer, <laughs> Because instead of them saying, you know what, let's we we have to be aware that we're on radio and let's make sure that we don't over talk each other so people can hear us. Um, uh, Cammy Johnson, uh, Cammy says it's better. You can hear them better and um, us better on, um, on Instagram. She said it's better over there. So I would like, I don't mind you guys debating. Yeah. I mean, you can't talk over each other. Yeah, I wasn't trying to do that. I just wanted to say this conversation has nothing to do with anything other than changing the goalposts. And that was you want to point out the fact that I was wrong about something I never said, but not point out the fact that you got the whole case wrong, saying that he was going to get – that Letitia James was going to get her judgment in full, and then say, like it's a victory, that it went a different way. You're just pointing out the fact that he lost, but how he lost, you're trying to take a victory lap for. It's not what you called. You said that he was going to be found. There wasn't going to be any change. He wasn't going to do business in New York anymore. They were going to shut down Trump's business in New York. That was exactly what you said, and we have the documented proof that you said it. And you can't admit to the fact that you didn't have the whole thing right. You were not Kreskin. You were not a prognosticator. You want to take a victory for something you never predicted. That's all I have to say, and that's all I'm going to say. End of discussion, done. Keep screaming and hollering about how I'm a dick sucker of Donald Trump. It doesn't matter. You still lost. I thought you were done. I'm back. Okay, I'm so back now on I Instagram. I, I guess the so music kind of finally to Instagram, Kenny. So I'm back on Instagram. So now, so again, let me address Reese. So far, Reese Hopkins, your man has lost. That's what's important. Okay, he's um, lost. Keone, Keone, what kind of phone are you on? I'm on because my you're, cell phone, my Apple, for, my Apple phone. Are you on a Popeye's chicken phone? I'm outside. Are you on a speakerphone? He's on a Popeye's chicken phone. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Yeah, you nah, gotta, you gotta put it up to your okay, ear gotcha. so we can hear you. I got you. I, I have it up to my ear, and I was on speakerphone at the same time. But I thought maybe the outside wind is kind of no, take no, no. Um, but you can hear me okay now, right? Take it off speakerphone and put it up to your ear. I have it off speakerphone, Jay King. I just said that to you. Now, can you hear me? Yeah, you just raggedy. Okay, you got raggedy. Oh, no, it's an Apple Pro. It's an Apple Pro. I don't know if it's right. Well, turn the volume up on it because the volume 14. is low. We can barely, we can't hear you that much. That well. Well, let me just say this. I, I can. Think hear it has, I think it has. I think, I think it has to morning. do with the wind. I think it has to do with the wind outside. Uh, it, can you? I'm trying to get in a place where I'm not. It's not so windy. Yeah. So check this out. Okay. Can you hear me better now? Yeah. So what I have to say to Reese is that when you look at the scoreboard, Trump has lost. My people are victorious. I don't care if I slimly made a mistake about making a call because the judge ultimately changed after the fact. That has nothing to do with anything. The fact that we won by one point, that we won. In fact, we won by 355 million points. 
Okay. Well, I see what it is. You're, the, I see. The, I see. You, you're in a um. You're in a place with a lot of noise behind you. He's in my ambient. That's what I told you. Now you picking up all the ambient. No, that's not his place. That's oh. not him. That's not him. I'm gonna find out who it is though. It ain't him. It's, it's gone now, Jay. It's Father. Yeah, that's not me. See, that's what oh, he did that, King. He intentionally. Oh, that, he's he in the he's in the bathroom. That's what they play because he's a commode. Yeah, no, he intentionally did that. Yeah, so you can think it's me. I know how Potter works. So check this out. Reese Hopkins, all I have to say to you is that your guy has lost. If I won by one point, I'm victorious. Your score is still zero. I won, in fact, by 355 million points, nigga, plus interest on that points. Don't get it confused. Your guy will continue to lose on appeal after appeal. He's shown that. And DC's coming up next. DC's coming. So be ready for those four. That charges. might not have been Potter. That might have been. Um, it wasn't me. That might have been. Um, it wasn't me. No, it was a. It, no, it was a. It was a sleeping panther. <laughs> hey. And, and this. This. This show crazy than a motherfucker. This stupid talk. I mean, because the appeal was going to take more than a year, so. It could take about more than a year, so this story is won't even be over for a while. What's going to take about a year, What's going to take about a year, Potter? Um, it could take up to a year. The appeal could take more than a year. It is not Dude, clear has, yet whether an appellate file? court will put. Yeah. Okay. Potter, that? He hasn't filed. He hasn't filed the appeal yet. So as right now, he's on the clock. He has to either no, no, turn in that money. He, 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 he has to, he has to he turn saying, in that money just because he said he no, did. No, no, I understand what that. He, Professor Keone, okay. what he's saying, from he's Robert, from Robert, all he's saying is it can take up to a year for the appeal to happen. Whether he turns in the money Reuters. or not, doesn't matter. When he turns in the money, it's going to take up to a year is all he's saying. Why are you guys arguing about nothing? Just say okay. Why? Why are you debating that? It could take up to a year. Doesn't mean it's going to happen in a year. It could take up to a year. It could happen in two weeks or two months. But it could take up to a year. All the same. I'm reading from Reuters. Reuters is saying with the schedule, it could actually take more than a year to hear this case on appeal. Okay. So, so all I'm saying is yeah. he has to file the appeal. That's all I said. He just he hasn't he has uh, done that. Of course we know Keone. Keone, we know that motherfucker. Why are you making the, the? We already know that he's. We know he has to file the appeal. Why do you have to make the point? We already know that. Hey Raquel, we wouldn't be talking about it. Obviously, he said he's going to file the appeal. He's trying to put it all together. Okay, okay, so he has to do that first before we start talking about the deal. How's that? Don't talk to him. Um, okay, because he only wants to focus on the victory, Jay. That's the only thing that matters. I know, but, but it don't make good sense. The reason why we're talking about, we're just talking about, so the assumption has to be that he's going to appeal. 
but to make it, but to start arguing about whether he's appealed or not, it's just silly. And that's why I got your dumb ass on mute, because you get ready to do silly shit, and all we're trying to do is get through and talk through the process of it. Damn. What everybody hey, Jay, else doesn't know, Jay, is how you and I hear this shit at 4 in the morning, 5 in the morning, okay. 2 That's in the right. morning, every <laughs> fucking day. Now it came live on the show. This shit. <laughs> oh, y'all some crazy motherfuckers. <laughs> Good morning, John Shut up, nigga! Trying morning, to come in here with your voice. This nigga think his voice is for that today, Jay. Jay, you's a bitch ass. Jay, you just did that. Anyway, what you say? Oh, only for me. Is there any way you can ask your any way you can ask your friend Peony when I can get a goddamn black bullshit sticker? Goddamn, that's all I want. I don't think he makes. Hey, Spark. Good morning. I don't think he makes. Black bullshit speak stickers. He makes black bull stickers, John. Can, all right. Well, and you're on the phone. And you're on the phone, so you can ask him directly. Listen, oh, I didn't know, you know why you said. Why you put me on mute, Jay? Because you was talking when I'm he was talking, and, and your dumb ass don't know how to stop talking. That's why I put your dumb ass on mute. He didn't put Keone on mute when he was over talking, Reese. What was you at then? I did put him on mute. I put him in. No, you didn't. Dumbass. You was That's gone. That's why your dumb ass is on mute again. <laughs> put him on mute again. <laughs> put his dumb, retarded ass on mute, please. Man, he don't understand anything. Why do you even hey, have this guy? Fiona, Fiona, how's the business going? Hey, don't you worry about it, Chuck you. Chuck you. Don't worry about it, Chuck. You, you just worry, worry about sucking up to your right. wife. You wish you were part of the Chuck. You, Chuck. You is worth millions of dollars now. How much is your sticker company worth? No, no, Chuck. Where's my top shelf weed? Because of automation. It's here waiting for you. Chuck, you gonna be out of business because of automation. All those fucking trucks that are running by themselves. You don't even know because of the dumbass motherfuckers on the show, Ricky. Stupid state when they do a state dumbass. Trucks are going to be automated? Of course. They're, they're automated. Do you, have, you, have you not been watching? Have you not been watching about these trucks that are traveling? So, from one so millions of trucks are going to be driving the uh, highways with nobody behind the wheel. Are you out of your mind? Well, listen here. They're going, they're moving in that direction, my friend. Whether they're automated or not, I know what I know. I know what cargo they're not going to carry. The mute button is all the I have. Yeah, you'll be surprised. Buddy. You'll be There'll surprised. be no black bull cargo hey, on those automated hey, trucks. Hey, John, hey, John, do you have? Let me ask you this, John. Do you have a job yet, or are you still living off your wife? That's such a clever oh. comment to ask. You're 62 it's years so old. so stupid. It doesn't even You're deserve to be And you're still living off of your wife? Man, get a job. Get mm-hmm. into the household. Contribute. Well, to be, be honest man, with you, Keone, be a man. if be I'm going to be man, honest, John, he's not living off his wife. If you, yeah, I don't know what he's talking about. Jay King, I don't if need you to decide the name of Jay King. Let Jay King, we didn't call that pulling guard. We didn't call 62. We didn't call for 62. Come out before. But you can't lie on him. No, that's... Yeah, no, let's 62. Let's 62. 
Let's see you to address my question. Why is he not working and contributing? That's all. That's what the question. What are you talking about? You, Come on, you didn't more. hear the question? He's not living place. off his wife. If, it's, if the money that he gets, if he gives yeah, it to totally. his wife, they're a partnership. Something yeah, that, okay. you know, Hey Beckman. Well, hey Beckman. I'm asking just tell them the reason why you don't have to children. work. Beckman, just well, say you don't have to work because you sling hella dick. That's all. <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> if you call that little well, thing hey, a dick. Well, Reese, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna ask John Beckman to lie. Yeah. 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 I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not, not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Don't, don't want you lying like that. So you know, you're going to put yourself in a bad compromising situation. There's a new Lucky Witherspoon record that I want to um, play for you guys. And um, <clears throat> some, um, Sir Fisher, I said, put them all on me, Jay. We can't hear what they're talking about except Ali. He's cool. <laughs> Who the oh fuck my God. That, shit? that gotta be somebody <laughs> on the party. So, yeah. Sounds like so, uh, sounds like I wanna play a new, I wanna play a new Lucky <laughs> Witherspoon record. Let me know what you guys think. This is called Replace Irreplaceable. I like it a lot. Uh, Lucky Witherspoon, Irreplaceable. What takes place with you? What is no can't do the things you do. I can't sleep on the same thing. at all. like No food at all. Just patience and conversations. Let your 
Share a picture of your flower. What takes the place of you? What takes the place? What takes the place of you? 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 Can't be placed. his break, 
another dude stepped in. What was his name? Who do you guys think Isaac Hayes played took him out the game? Who do you think it was? Anybody? I want to see more than Barry White. Barry White. No, Barry White. Barry White. Barry White took Isaac Hayes out the game. Because he was a maestro. Isaac Hayes and Barry White. Nigga, shut up let Jay talk. Nigga, you didn't know the truth. Nigga, go ahead, Jay. Shut your ass up. They had the same type of style with that, with that, Oh, daddy, uh-huh. can't get love for your love, baby. That, that no baritone voice. Jay, did you ask did, us Lee Fletcher, how you say, how you say Curtis Mayfield? No. So what happened was this. Did you, in, in our business, in our business, there are lanes. And when somebody create a new lane, they have to fill that lane up because they got to fill that lane up so nobody can take that space. So if they do take a break, it's like it's like a car. It's like the the Indianapolis 500. You got to get a, a far enough ahead that when you go in, um, when you go in for your pit stop and you're changing everything out, that you got a big enough lead that when you come back on the on the on the uh, on on the, the raceway that either you have a cushion or you've already you already know that you got to make up 10 seconds, 12 seconds, 8 seconds, whatever it is, and you already know that you got enough time to do it. You can't just you can't just arbitrarily go off that get off that track. It's the same with the music business. So Lucky hasn't hit the scene yet. But there's somebody else in another part of the country that's kind of like him. We just don't know who it is. So when that lane is open, whoever hit that lane first is the leader in that lane. Everything coming after them is second, third, fourth, fifth, whatever. So, you know, Lucky And the lane is deal. wide open for Lucky. Right. Lucky is the right. one. Will yeah. you shut up, nigga, and let Jay tell it? Jay, do you notice how Ali always come after me, man? Why is this yeah. dude he's always a coming hall after monitor. me? We're listening to Jay. You, Seth, we're listening no, to no. Jay. No, no, shut the fuck up, Let me be quiet. Get the fuck out of here, you cracker-ass motherfucker. You don't know what the fuck is going on well, right come now. Come on, that's unnecessary. Man, no, I'm not coming on. <laughs> you punk ass motherfucker. <laughs> Ali continually, for some reason, it, you, man. I got your now, back, now, Ali. Becky, don't you worry about up it. For Ali, isn't this a don't turn? You worry. Isn't this a turn of the game? I got because your back, Ali. Because a time when Beckman would never. <laughs> And, um, so there are a lot of great artists. Even um, even my man, um, Darnell Kendrick. There's a space for him right now. And you know, um, and and that's why I promote these artists. 
Um, Sparks AJ, we want you in Canada without radio play. That's all I have to say. Uh, well, thank you, Sparks. I, I called your man. I called your man to uh, to see how we can make that work. And um, so, so we're you know we're getting ready to release um, the second video for Club Nouveau. It's all right. Uh, and that video is um, is is different than what you guys are seeing right now. Uh, um, it's all right video. This this new one. How should you express it when you love someone? Especially if you're broken and can be some love. Yes, should you just walk away from you and let you go away? And should you try to hold on? And build your love and tell it's wrong, I just feel like you're at home. If you try to walk away, I'm gonna have a big That's going to be the new version of the single that we release. Yeah. So. Nice. But it's on Instagram in full. I just put it up. We, we, it's not on. It's not on um anything yet, right? I mean, on um YouTube or anything right now. Um, John. Um. We are singing to the song, even though you know it, the the lyrics are there. We're just singing with it, so it doesn't look like a lip sync. So I'm singing. How can you suppress it when you love someone? I'm singing that with it. So. Okay. I just didn't know if videos were made that way, especially when they're outdoors. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. Um, so, Veronica, it's a different video because it's a different version of the song. And uh, you might say you like the first video now, but after a little while, um, Jay, can you do me a favor? Said, I like how the voices mesh. Yeah, we, 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 so we do it a little different, and I think, you know, and that'll give it more life. What you did do is stick to the concept of being in the alley. And, yes. and yeah, and, and, and that's cool. And where'd you get that from? Where, where, what sparked you to do that? I think it's great and brilliant, first of all. What, wanted you know, to be wanted to wanted to, wanted to do something rural and kind of funky where it wasn't you know not not real clean but very but funky. Um, mm-hmm. Jason knew of an alleyway 
that had, um, and we we shot in two different alleys. The second right. the second video was shot in a in a different alley with different artwork, and um, you know, in in different d- different structure, you know, different feel to it. It's brilliant to me. Um, I like that. Yeah. Concept. So we. Well, thank you, thank you, sir. And I, so it reminds you know, me of the great is, reporter song, you know, about the alley. Nigga, will you shut up, nigga? You's a bitch ass. You re- you a crybaby. First of all, you're a crybaby. You know what else is brilliant to you're you? You're jealous. Can't you're a bitch ass. Well, I know. I know. You know what's also brilliant to you? It's ironic. It's ironic that I brought the subject up about how uh, Putin assassinated you know one of his people. You know how bro, you know what somebody you, else you know what else him, and now the rest you, of the world is is on that bandwagon. You can see every other reporter from what I said two days ago. You see the rest of the media is piggybacking right on what I was talking about. That's actually not true. But you think the construction of Lego blocks is brilliant? So I'm going to just leave it at that. Well, the construction of Lego blocks is a billion, yeah. is a billion dollars. Good morning. Who am I speaking to? You're speaking on a Sunday. It's November. How do I know you? We have to remember are having a discussion about your website marketing. And yeah, yeah, you guys were trying to pimp on me. Yep. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Yep, so you said that February is something that you're looking forward to do something. No, I did not say I was looking. I did not say I was looking forward to do nothing. You guys, if you guys are the same group, how much money did you guys try to charge? Uh, some couple of hundred dollars. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I weren't you on the phone with my guy? With my um, were, were you the ones that were on the phone with my uh, social media guy? No, I was looking forward to have a discussion with you. Okay. Things about your website, social media, and can tell you that whosoever has been working for you now, what exactly are the portion they're not doing, and how it's exactly creating yeah. a negative impact on your business part, and what can be done to make it good. So well, I, well, I, well, I'm gonna tell you if it's having a negative impact, I want it to keep because keep on being negative because it's growing. So, oh, probably mm. yeah. negative grow, and I, I wish you that you grow more. <laughs> so, uh, so now, how much money is it does it cost me to have you? To have me, unless we put first of all tell you what I bring on the table. So I bring on the table the complete marketing for the social media part. Mm-hmm. I bring on the table the complete marketing for your website, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. With that, you will be having the team that is be having the expertise for each and everything, mm-hmm. right? So by having me, you would be uh, have to invest somewhere around three to four hundred dollars for the initial campaigns mm-hmm. with the initial. Until we grow, the time we grow, according to the growth in the campaign, mm-hmm. you can always invest more and you can always invest more to get more. And that's what exactly... Now, now let's say that I want to... I want the whole... What if I want the whole shemizzle, shemazzle, chitty, chitty, bang, bang? What if I want the whole thing? How much... How much... How much would it cost me if I just say, let's go all out, let's do it? How much would it cost me? Let's do the complete online business of yours. Yes. Yes. Five fifty dollars for the initial one, eight hundred for the next level package, thousand one for the premium level package. So these three packages we have, wherein we can talk about the completing for your website, from link creation, from content writing, from creative uh, listings, from image creation and submissions, from social media marketing, and everything done from our side. Mm-hmm. 
Now where now where are you located? We have an uh, you know the head office in Georgetown and Wyoming, and we located out of India. So we have a delivery center in Northern India. Now where are you? It's in India right now. No, you're in India. So what time is it in India right now? Uh, it's midnight eleven. Mm-hmm. And so you had you're up at eleven in India. Why don't you have one of your offices in the United States calling it? So uh, for the United States office, we just have a registered company out of the United States. We have the execution team that works as being entirely based on India. And we work according to the night shift from Eastern 9 to Eastern 17. Warning! Warning! Bullshitter alert! Bullshitter alert! Warning! Warning! Bullshitter alert! Bullshitter alert! Warning! Bullshitter alert! He got to talk as fast <laughs> like a pimp, huh? <laughs> Did he say he was calling from India? Yeah. yeah whatever. He tell me the place they have the office in the United States, but he called me from India at midnight. Well, he must uh, be a true uh, fan. No, John Beckman. Is, John Beckman, did you see what I played? Oh, my God. Why do you even bother, Beckman? Did you get your sweatsuit yet? So I didn't get her sweatsuit yet. Good morning, Rodney Alamo Brown. Mary Beckman wants you to pimp him. I don't know why you won't do it. He wants you to get a collar and a dog bowl. Nigga, will you shut the fuck up? Oh, Ali, you you pathetic. You're a pathetic person. That's two P's. I got another P. So jealous. (laughs) Yeah, you you really are. So jealous. You you can't help yourself. Why are you bitches talking in the background? I'm not even talking. I'm talking to Yusuf Kente. Mary, why are you saying something? And Chocolate Peach, why are you saying nobody said shit to you, motherfuckers? That's why I be on your ass. That's why I be on your ass, motherfucker. Nobody said shit to your fat ass this morning, you funky motherfucker. You motherfuckers ain't even no hoes. Put them bitch-ass motherfuckers on mute, Jay. Put that bitch on mute for running her fucking mouth. I'm going to take your dick and wrap it around your neck. Shut up, you nasty bitch. You're cooking me. Ali, what made you blow up when all they were doing was responding to... Jay, these motherfuckers been talking shit. They've been saying shit all the way of the fucking beginning of the show, Jay. You ain't putting them on mute. Because you're here. It's because you're here. These bitches ain't even hoes. These are side-buster bitches. You'll keep these elephants and buffaloes over here, Jay. Well, ain't nothing wrong with them. If you want to call them elephants and buffaloes, Shut your ass thank up, God nigga. for elephants Shut and up. buffaloes. The fuck up. Punk ass. You, you idiot-ass motherfucking mop-head-ass nigga. Shut up, nigga. Shut your bitch ass up. It's peon, you peon. Nigga, you can't even spell peon, nigga. Make it well, pee. Well, let me take a pee. Thank on you, you, Jay. What about you, Blake? 
In and out songs on me. We can't hear that shit. It's hard to hear it. Bitch, shut up. Your mama's a bitch, hoe. I mean, <laughs> bitch, I'll stab your motherfucking ass right in your motherfucking legs. So say something about my mama again, you punk bitch. I'll tell you what, bitch. Thank you. Fuck you. That's off limits. That's yeah, fuck that bitch. Keep. The mama's off limits now. Who is that? Yeah, we can. Motherfuckers, motherfuckers talk about my mama. No, oh, no, if I, if I hear somebody talk about your mama, I ain't never said nothing about your mama. You just got a mama. Well, you, mama's well, let me limits. tell you something. <laughs> oh, well, no, mothers are not off limits here. Yes, Motherfuckers they are. talked about my mama here. I didn't cry. Well, if I would have heard that, I, I would have said, said the same something. thing. No, I don't care. I know as long as you know what your mother is. Why are you worried about what somebody else talking about your mama? Because that's it what we do. We protect our mama. Now that's I apologize. We, we protect our mama. Talking about your mama, but I'm tired of you talking shit about me, bitch. So you don't you want to go there? You coming over here, then, bitch. This is my job, you fat funky bitch. You, you bitch, I will slap the shit out of your punk ass. Uh, no, you're not going to stop. Nobody's going to get slapped. I'll slap That's your fat ass to the motherfucking move, bitch. Can you help me again? No, you're not. Fuck you, bitch. Get the fuck ass out of here. I'm going to tell you what I know what to do. I'm going to tell you why both of you on mute. Because whatever whatever happened, I was playing going up or yonder. I really thought you guys were getting sanctified during uh, the, during the going up or yonder. In the morning. I turned no. I turned out going up or yonder, and you guys are going uh, going to the hell hole. I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you understand where you are? Did you say sanctified? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. From the victory, Mr. King. Mr. King. Yes. Mr. King. Mm-hmm. In yes. case you don't know. Let me, let me I, I do have to remind you. I have to remind you, sir, that uh, on this show, show, sir, when you go one way, we always go the opposite. We are adverse to this. <laughs> we are always going to be. You know, when you want us to become sanctified, we become more and more evil and vicious. That's just how things go. <laughs> yeah, Ray well, came out here talking about my mama many times. I know what my mama is. So why the mm. fuck I'm a trip on Reese? Cause he bagged on me about my mama. It's mm. just Ali, he's hanging up. hanging up on me. No, Ali, he's hanging Stop, up on I, me. Ali, don't hang that goddamn phone up. Now I don't know what the <laughs> fuck y'all talking about. The so I ain't touch that, now you blaming me for some other bullshit. Fuck that thing. Well, how the hell? How the hell? I keep getting hung up on it and and told. Thank you for losing uh, talk radio. Exactly. Goodbye. Alvin Harrison said. The hostility level have increased a bit 
since I was like that. So, <laughs> I see, for, some yeah, reason, for some reason, uh, at certain at a certain part in the show, um, Alvin, it just it gets like that. It's almost like they get prepared for the third hour of power. But I won't be here, and they, and they just get, it's fifteen minutes left in this show, and then they have the third hour of power coming up. It's almost like. They start, um, Veronica said, I'm going down the gutter. I'm going down the gutter with your mama. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Jay, did you see that video where Shamanad the God is gone against Biden? Charlemagne, Charlemagne the God, not Shamanad. (laughs) Okay, before we drive you guys. Listen, listen. I do have to play. Listen, J. King, I'm John Beckman, yeah. at least on my show, he is allowed to call him Shyamalan. I love that. I love it. Well, Beckman, okay. is, Beckman is hoppy on Sanford and Son. He gets everything wrong in the black culture. But he's So there. I want to show you guys, this is, how the, this is how the Democrat, this is how some black people say Democrats see black men. Simply getting up and going out and do it. I'm so, 
that I'm young, black in America, and I can't do anything because somebody's holding me down. Absolutely not. So a question. Me, you, me and you, some teenagers went and, go ahead, me and some teenagers went and bought a school, and we just bought a school bus simply from going out and doing work. We decided to go fix our own communities. I'm not expecting anything from no politician. I'm not expecting nothing from Donald Trump, Joe Biden, or nobody. We're going to go do it for ourselves, and that's what I believe we should be doing. I can vote, sure, but nothing's going to change in our community. So you went and we have to get out and go do for self in our own community. So... So, um, Amen. I said, that sounds like Tim Scott. So let me tell you, so maybe I sound like Tim Scott to you too, Sir Fisherline. Because, um, yeah, he does sound like Tim Scott. Let me tell you guys how I see this whole Shemizo Shumazo. Okay. Um, we, um, I got, if, if he says he sounds like Tim Scott, I, I gotta sound like Tim Scott too. The two the two guys that I played, um, I agree with. I believe that um no, the first the, I, I I'm talking about the first cat, Sir Fisher Line. I believe I, I um I believe that the Democratic Party uh isn't concerned about the welfare of our community in any way, form or fashion. Um and especially not black men in our community. And I know that based on who they're supposed to be to the community and what they're supposed to do to uplift the community. And I don't see, hear, or feel any change in the community because of the Democratic Party. I'm going to tell you the difference between the Democratic Party and the Republican Party. If the Democratic Party gives you money, they earmark that money for specific things that they believe we need. And if you don't use that money for those specific things that they believe that we need, they take the money back. The Republican Party, if they give you money, they give you money for whatever you ask for, and they give it to you. But you can't come back. They don't. They don't want to. They don't care what you do with it. They just give it to you. But you can't come back. So, whether it's the first guy, the second guy, they both speak the truth. And I spoke at an event this past weekend where they were getting ready to sell us victimhood. Larry Bowden said. I was just thinking that how could Democrats produce our black men? We produce what we put in our communities. We should not claim either party. We should naturally be independent and use our power accordingly. Absolutely, Larry Bolden. But we've been brainwashed and hoodwinked by black leadership to, number one, believe that we are victims. Number two, to believe that we are poor. Number three, to believe that we're always going to be poor. Number four, to believe that there's nothing for us but poor. And number five, we have to get everything we get from the government because we're poor. So when everything that is sold to you makes you poor, don't be surprised when Poor thinking 
It's part of the fabric of your community. I spoke on this panel, and they asked me, what would I do to help strengthen the community? And I said, um, the black community. And I said, stop calling it the black community. Our, our conversation as a whole, as a diaspora, is old, outdated, and antiquated. We still talk like we're in the 1900s. We still, we still talk like we're segregated. We don't have to worry about white folks segregating us because we segregate us. If I don't, I don't need a community where everybody looks like me. I need a community where everybody thinks like me because I, I got a big mind. I, I got big thoughts. A, a community has to be made up of what America is, which is a rainbow. And, and I said, until we stop making ourselves Black Wall Street, I don't want to be Black Wall Street. I want to be Green Wall Street. I want all the money. Until we stop buying into the notion that we're poor, and that's the only thing that's available to us, we will be poor, and the only thing that will be available to us is poor ideas and poor thoughts and poor direction because that's what, that's what we buy into. I, I'm not poor. I don't know how to be poor. I don't want to be around people who think they're poor, who want to be poor, who only aspire to be poor. I don't want mediocrity around me. I'm a maximum person. I, I maximize my life. I maximize who I am and what I do, and I expect that around me. And I knew that I would offend some black people in the room. And if I smoke joints, after I finished speaking, I would have lit one and did like this. Go ahead. Your turn. Who's your daddy? But we got to decide what we're going to be to ourselves. Don't – and this is what me and Reese are more alike than different, and we're different in a lot of ways, but we're more alike and different in this – is that I don't want to be like everybody else. Don't nobody get to tell me how to be, what to be, when to be, or how to act. So my circle has black, white, Asian, Hispanic, Native, uh, Jewish, immigrant, rich, poor, middle class, I'm all of it. My circle is that wide. And it's why I can move about so freely. It's why I can be comfortable in how I move and, and what I move. Black people, you really don't know how powerful you are and what you possess because you move the economy whether you know it or not. How you spend is how the community goes. As a matter of fact, they won't even manufacture shit that you don't call cool. Right. That you don't put your stamp on. You 
drive the economy. So that and means that you know where everything is going to go, what's going to happen, what's going to be cool before anybody, because you make it cool. But you know what you don't do? You don't invest in the cool shit. You know that's going to be cool before everybody else. But everybody else invests in all the cool shit that you say is going to be cool because they know when you say it, it's good as gold. That's why you got to be an investor. That's why you got to, you know, maybe instead of smoking, uh, uh, you know, 20 blunts a week, maybe you smoke 10 blunts a week. Instead of going to all the parties, maybe you go to half the parties. Instead of uh, instead of going to all the concerts, maybe you go to half the concerts. And you start taking that money that, that you would waste because that's what happened. And you start investing it. You start investing in Tesla. You start investing in Apple. You start investing um, in uh, uh, um, Amazon and Google and uh, and Disney. Why the stocks are low? Because you could have bought Amazon three months ago for $99 a share. Three months ago, you could have bought Amazon for $99 a share. And today, Amazon is $168. We have to decide if, so every time you put yourself in the black box, every time you make who you are the color of your skin, you're killing yourself. I'm a bad motherfucker. Jay, what do you? I just happen to be black. But I fucked with bad motherfuckers across the board. I don't if you, if you ain't a bad motherfucker, we ain't we ain't we ain't even vibrating the same. I don't vote for I don't vote for people because of what color they are. I vote for people for how they think. If you if we thinking on the same line, because because I'm a forward thinker, I believe that everybody can have money. There's so much money out here that everybody has the ability. To be rich in some capacity, and then rich is is uh, you know that's based on what's rich to you. Some people don't want to work like I work. I'm a worker. I, I go to bed, I get up in the morning, and I'm working. As soon as I leave here, I'm going to my office to go work. When I leave my office, I got meetings all day, and then I'm going to go to work tonight and and record my radio show for L.A. And then I'm going to go to bed. And I'm going to wake up in the morning, and I'm going to be excited about the new day because my days are interesting to me because I don't want to live in Groundhog's Day. A lot of you motherfuckers are Groundhogs. Y'all live the same day over and over again, and, and you're frustrated, and, and you don't know why, and, and you walk around, you're angry, and you're mad, and I see your chip. I feel your chip. I don't fuck around with chip shoulders because my life is too good. 
and I, I don't I don't want no I don't want to get chipped with you. So when you start talking about black and black being kings and we're queens and we're kings, white folks say the same things. And Mexicans and Asians and and Hispanics and natives, they all they say the same shit. So when you start sounding like the same racism, the same bigotry, the same bias, the same prejudice, the same divide that you say is being exacted against you, you should understand why it exists. Because it's you. And you're it. My name is Jay King with Lynn Tolliver, Johnny Graham Cracker Davis, Yusef Kente, Brother Reverend Ali, Simi Braxton, Reese on the radio, Big Fred, uh, uh, Mary Hopkins, Potter, Snitchy Smurf, John Beckman, and uh, Chocolate Peach telling you to get busy living. You can have enough time to die. We'll see you guys tomorrow, same bat time, same bat channel. Come up next is the third hour of power, 515-605-9376. You can hear them, 515-605-9376. Of course. King Network, where the people come together. Saturday King Network, where the people come together. Saturday King Network, where the people come together. We all come together. Saturday King Network, where the people come together.
At least he's talking out. At least he's wanting to do something. How about that? You know what? And I think that's the that's the big thing right there. He's wanting to do something positive and not waiting on politicians or or whatever. Right. I just think There's it's sad of, that an older gentleman would, would, would try to go against them, a young person for trying to do something. I think that's sad. Yeah. King Potter, are you yeah. speaking about the young man who said why um asked the um gentleman why he called him an idiot for his idea? Yeah. Yeah, that was. Yeah. That was um that was Roland. He, he, he was addressing yeah, that was Roland, Roland Mar- Martin. Roland Martin. That was Roland Martin. Yeah. Because really? They, because because they're bought, yeah, 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 because they are they're bought into the system. Wow. See, but you gotta understand Roland Martin them, they're bought into the victim system. You know, they're in the victim you gotta know that they're black folk that you know, that really want us to stay victims. They want you to stay victimized. Mm. Because as long as and you're I hate to use the term, I hate to use the term, but and I only use it because you have to think about it. You know, Jay King said bought into the system. They are bought and paid for. Remember, pushing that rhetoric gets them access to Absolutely. the system itself. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. you repeat the narrative, and you get invited to the parties, you get invited to the White House, you get invited to sneak to see those dignitaries. So you got to push the narrative. That's the bought and paid for part. No, that, that's, that is what it is. But, yeah. but I, I, I'm never surprised by them because I know that what makes us who we are is our ability to identify as a victim. Yeah, and they, there's, there's no shortage of... Uh slave movies coming out to remind people. Um, I think, I, I think, I think uh, as if we don't know what happened or we didn't take history. So, no, we, we, Jay, um, Jay, no, you we, said, listen, we don't, we don't know what happened. And, and so that's why yeah, it's still a lot I think of the mo- they're still teaching that. I think the movies are important. So I'm never afraid of them. I love the movies. I love the fact that that is, but that's not, but th- those movies are from yesterday. That, that's what, so to me, those movies could build up power in you. When I watch those movies, for me, I say, wow, that's why I'm so resilient. That's why I'm fearless. Because I'm not a big dude. I just feel like I'm a big dude. But, but you know, but I'm 5'5". I'm I'm I weigh 175, 178 pounds. But, but, but I ain't afraid of it. I'm not afraid of nothing. And I think it's because of where I come from, who I'm built from. So, so those movies aren't, they're not, they're not necessarily bad things. That's not what makes us a victim, um, what victimizes us, um, Potter. It's the fact that we buy into the total thinking. Like we're bought into the idea that nothing, and this is, again, this is where me and Reese, and this is where I understand what Reese says, even though Reese says it for the conflict. Reese isn't trying to explain it to you guys. He he says what he says for the conflict. That's what he likes. But what Reese is saying, I agree with, which is, I don't. You don't get to put me in a box and make me everything that everybody else is because I have dark skin or because I have skin of color. You don't get to do that to me. I'm gonna be who I am, the way I am, and if you like it or not, I don't give a fuck. That's what me and Reese agree. The way we no, agree 
is presentation because Reese doesn't understand how important it is for the presentation. Well, I shouldn't say he doesn't. He doesn't care that that's what it is. He presents that's how he accurate. presents. <laughs> yeah. And um, Jay, I his, asked the question when you wasn't here. I you know what, though? Reese does about the black really renaissance, care. The rebirth of the black renaissance on Wall Street, the entrepreneurial spirit that's going on on the same block in Tulsa. Well, again, I mean, that's, that's, it's a beautiful deal, but um, it only will, it'll only operate and win if everybody is, um, is purchasing. It can't, it can't stand on its own. It can't stand with just, with just black folks. It's got to have, because the economy isn't, that the American economy couldn't exist with just white folks. So they don't make stuff for just white folks. So if you're going to create an economy, if you're going to create an economy of scales, then you got to scale for everybody. And if you don't do that, then you, you, then you don't know business, you don't understand the acumen of business, and you don't understand the growth or the scaling of business, and you will eventually go out of business. There's a reason 96% of our businesses are sole proprietors that generate less than $100,000 because they think like Black Wall Street. They think like the 1900s. They don't think Green Wall Street. They make black the deal for them. Black ain't the deal for me. Um, what's the deal for me is my that's, thinking. They have Latin, the, Latinos the as well that, on the block that's uh, part of the uh, proprietors in that same community to open absolutely, up that. Because, like, because it has to be. It, like I said, if they, if they, as long as if they make it about about um, um, revenue and community and, and make it yeah where where everybody can shop there, you, you know why you you know why Walmart scared the shit out of everybody? Why? Because it ain't nobody who can't shop in Walmart that won't find nothing. I don't care who you are, where you from, what you do. You're going to find something in Walmart. Walmart is for everybody. You know how you know? How? Because everybody's yeah. in Walmart. <laughs> That's right. Go by, go in the store and see. Because it's, it's something for everybody there. So, you know, so businesses, we got to get better at being good businesses that happen to be black versus Black businesses that happen to be good because of the difference. I gotta make a call. Yeah, I think I think I think that's one of the the, the challenges that we have with masterminder here with aspiring entrepreneurs. People who people who want to start businesses, they only want to start and sell to the people in their community or circle. And it's, it's kind of hard to get people out of that way of thinking. Now, if you're doing like certain hair care products or something like that, then that makes sense. But for That's other why people, I do marijuana. Yeah. I sell marijuana to whoever in the fuck want to buy it. Don't there you, go. you can be poor, rich, uh, black, white, Chinese, Japanese, Hmong, 
of course, those are the ones that you can get it from at a good price. You can as, long as, the, as long as it's not the police. That's also why we, um, our barbecue sure sauce, we make so many there. different varieties to appeal to a different people. So, like, now we have, we have, like, a chocolate barbecue sauce, a chocolate wine barbecue sauce, and we have now hot sauces. So, like, we have a chocolate hot sauce, um, a smoky hot sauce, and another, like, kind of mustard hot sauce because it just appeals to different people. So, like, we have one woman it, who, whenever we have a booth, she comes and buys us. shapes and colors and races. But, well, you know what? Oh, but you don't have that's not – just because it's a chocolate it's wine amazing. or a chocolate barbecue sauce doesn't mean that it will cause diabetes. I'm just talking trash. I'm just talking trash. I think it's amazing that another black business owner has gotten into food, hair, or clothing. Yeah, like there's not any other business out there. I, I'm just happy that they go right back to the stereotypes. Thank you so much. Who boo? Who To be honest, Reese, we're, we're, Reece, we're going you after the head that no one here has. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I, you can't get well, good, white you can't America get has went, they went into the cannabis. They went into the cannabis industry and locked up all we're the into? brothers because of cannabis. Went into yeah, that, that, what's happening no, that now. Fun. What's that happening now is that the same government, as you just said, as the, the same government that demonized the sale of marijuana, put people behind bars, would now turn around and bring those people out, give them first dibs on legalizing the freaking cultural rot in their same community. Think about it, and to ensure that those people in those communities they drug the fuck up. So they don't know what's happening to them, and I find that absolutely more more, more uh, 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 what what's the name um, spurious than anything in the fucking world. And anybody who's sitting around here saying I'm an entrepreneur now, I'm an entrepreneur now. Yeah, you're an entrepreneur poisoning your fucking community again. This time, the man's just letting you do it legally. How can you say that, that re- marijuana is poisoning your community? I'll tell you, or him. You, you don't understand. Or him. You don't understand America was no, built. It's not him. America not was built him. on him. Production. They're not selling him because they're not selling him. And if it was him, I mean, you I'm and I could have a discussion. But they're not selling I, him. The whole cannabis. They're not selling him. The whole they're selling cannabis, cannabis industry. Exactly. It'd be simple if it was just hemp, but it's not hemp. And I'll tell you why it's not. The objective is this, okay? If you have a delirious society, right, that cannot fend for itself, and you make sure that you can get them high, you make sure that you can subsidize their high, you can keep them, you, you can keep them stupid, right? And what's it doing to the rot of the community? You think it's good for young children? They don't want them smoking menthol cigarettes, but they damn sure don't have a problem with putting another smoke shop in their community. Like nobody sees hey, the hypocrisy. But Reese, 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 there is no, it's, it's, I mean, if, if, if we're gonna if we're gonna say that, then let's say let's say it about alcohol. If we're gonna ban, agree. Let's ban it all. So so you know um um I well, the, I don't the, think the that you I should plan a new problem the, with with the, no, the problem, no, I'm saying that I think it all should be legal. It should all be legal, and and um and tax it all, and let's let's you know let, let's. Let's let the chips fall where they but, may. Although I agree with you, correctly, J. King, in the yeah, 90s, we had the biggest problem. We used to say that there was a liquor store on every corner 
inside the hood, and they said that that was a horrible right. thing that they had done to the community. And now they're going to put a yeah. cannabis shop on every on every corner. And no, so they're no, saying that that's no, not the no, same thing. Cannabis you know, is completely that, no, different. I'm saying that let it. I'm saying let them let them be everywhere. Let them be. You, you oh, know. Um, that's so what, what you do is you. Yeah, you make it where everybody. It's accessible to everybody the same way you, you um you so you, you mean widespread cultural wealth. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Exactly. Remember, Again, I'm sorry. You guys, I'm, I'm you guys against remember it. I'm when, against they, when they disallowed liquor advertising on TV and then for some reason huh? it was able to come back? Remember when they disallowed liquor yeah. advertising on TV? Yeah. And then all of a sudden yeah. they, they, they let it come back. Yeah, so I'm just I'm saying, saying that I am not in agreement. I'm not in agreement of improving on the idea of cultural rot in anybody's community, much less the most vulnerable. Well, cultural yeah. marijuana just, isn't cultural rot. So, well, I mean, you know what? Um, some people smoke, but some people smoke marijuana, um, um, can't they, purely for uh, um, recreational purposes only. It, it doesn't do anything good for them. It's a fucking long drug. And it's nothing, um, but it's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. No, it's not. It's, it's nothing not. wrong with and that. And I'm saying nothing. And just like the people drink, okay. some people drink just for recreational. And that's something <laughs> you do it all. You let everybody. Here's, you don't limit it to just one. Here's, here's I will a question, say this. Jay. What, okay, but I gotta tell you guys before you go any further. I don't know if you guys know what's yep. going on right now. I think everybody should buy these things. I think they're gonna they're gonna sell fast. Um, Kamala Harris has some um, golden um, knee pads. She doesn't want to be outdone by Donald Trump, <laughs> and they're on sale right now. I'm like, why is Don Bickman sending me a text? And then he sent me a text with, cause, uh, not to be outdone by Donald Trump's a golden tennis shoe. Kamala Harris is just going to market with some golden knee pads. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need a pair real quick. Yeah, I funded them. I funded them, Jay. They came over to me, and I, I, I put them down with the game. My whole deal with the cultural right part, and Yusef Kente, everybody here who's listening knows this. As soon as marijuana became permissible in several states, and I know people can vouch for me when, I'm, when, they, when I say what I'm about to say, what did you notice in the streets when you were walking or driving around? Marijuana smoke was everywhere. So if you're saying that, if you, and people always bring up the alcohol thing, right? We have laws to prevent people from driving in their cars, drinking alcohol, and if they break that law, they go to jail for DUI. You don't allow marijuana on school zones. Why? Because they have drug-free zones in those areas. But what do you see? As soon as it became permissible, weed was everywhere. When you walk around with your kids, I, I, kids I agree. Yes, that's sir. what happened. That's what happened with um, prohibition with, with alcohol. That's, yes, that's I'm not happened. disagreeing with it, you. It, it's that's my point. Jack. So I'm saying. So I'm saying let it. Let it be what it's going to be. That's why we live in a capitalistic society we live in. But I think what happens is this. Um, it eventually, it all evens itself out. There's going to be some I'm people that, that die does. from this shit. You know, mm-hmm. there's going to be some people that, mm-hmm. you know, there's going, there's going to be some people that, that, that kick the habit. There's going to be some people that say, Ain't nobody dying from marijuana. 
No, I don't. I think at some, I think at some point, marijuana. Wait a minute. Marijuana isn't something that's going to make you get into an accident. Wait, wait it a minute. Does, it does, just stop. It doesn't. It just no. you. What do you mean? Just stop. It, it impairs yes, you. Can. You know it impairs yes, it you, dude. You said you it impaired me the one time I did it. It impairs you. It impaired Come me on, the one did... time I did it, Yusef. I smoked it, marijuana it, it... driving a car, and I didn't re- even know what direction I was going in five minutes Again. later. So it did well, impair you're a white me. Man, well, you're, white man, you don't know what direction you you're going in right now because you want to be black. But Yusef, hey, listen, I, Yusef. I, I, I can smoke weed can and drive, speak? and I'm fine. Okay, but wait, wait, wait. If there was, well, if well, that's out you, Mary. It didn't happen to me. It happened to me. Hey, Mary. Mary. Mary, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of guys that are talking to the police, and they're saying, I'm telling you right now, I'm fine. I'm No one can tell me that I can't drive because I feel just fine. Oh, also, <laughs> that sounds that sounds like you're on that sounds like you're on alcohol. I like, wanted to I like that. Sound like that. I, I like yeah, that video. I like that, that video. I like that it, video it will, where the four where the four people are saying. inside the car. That's what I was the saying. Four people uh, who are, I was saying that. That's why I was saying that there's people that drink that think that you know, so people that do a drug, they always think they're fine. It don't I make love them that fun. video. I love that video of the people who are all in that smart car and the English police officer, the Bobby, comes up to them and she rolls down the window. And he says, how high are you? And she turns around and looks at him and she goes, hi, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> and they go, why, why are you sitting here? And she says, yeah. she says I'm going to put the stop sign to turn green. Dude, it is terrible. Have you seen the Bob Marley movie, Reese? Why is it talk about him being impaired? Of course I didn't. No, I'm just they, asking you. are going to. Have you seen the? I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what happens. What's going to happen in the U.S. as they legalize it everywhere? They're mm-hmm. going to start having signs on the highway and stuff about you know how they do about being impaired and driving electronic signs. Yep. They're going to that's start right. putting those up. Why? How do I know? Because that's what they're doing here. Marijuana is legal all throughout Canada. There's a cannabis shop on almost every other corner, especially when you get into downtown Toronto. And they've they've started putting up the signs now. You know, don't and by the, and by the and way drive. and by the way, Yusef, when you say weed is legal, it is not legal in every state. It's legal where That's you right. are, but it's not That's legal right. in every state. And it's not federally legal either. We, what, what I'm no wait a minute. Weed should not be. Weed shouldn't be illegal. It okay, that's a matter of opinion. I, I agree again. with that. I agree with that. Okay, that's a matter of opinion. But again, you can't make sure that everybody who smokes weed is in their home, right, can or I, in a private setting. Yeah. They're always in no, their car no, or at no, a playground. No, no, you don't have to be at home <laughs> and in a private setting. No, why do you have to be there? Because other people, like children, don't need to be need to children with your marijuana, be around marijuana or get a contact What are you talking about? Children are because I don't want to be... because I don't because I don't want to smell that nasty shit. That's why. Exactly. Because grown motherfuckers don't want to smell the shit that you want to smell because your motherfucking ass want to smell like a goddamn um, a marijuana okay, plant. Don't you I think don't. an alcoholic? How do you think an alcoholic smells? We agree the same. First of all, I don't want to be around him either. 
exactly. But that's why he can't. I don't want well, to around him either. Well, let me ask you a question. How how does a person a cook smells when he's cooking barbecue all the time? Some people don't want to be smelling the smell of barbecue. But that's not it. That's not. That's not. Oh man, how you gonna say? But that's not. But that's not. Barbecue bacon. That's not a Bacon smell can fuck with people. The smell of bacon smells. Oh my God, JT, you smell like bacon. Get away from me. What are you, a bacon bean? Yeah, yeah I do. Know. When I smell meat, when I smell meat, I do get a little sick. I leave. It's yeah. too strong. I don't like the smell no raw. I don't like the smell no raw meat either. Makes me sick. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. don't hey, want to get Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. 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 Um. Yeah. Can you get on the board and let Charles in for me? I didn't. I didn't bring that my. Um, I didn't bring yeah. my iPad. Okay. Yeah. Has anybody I already, seen, I already met him on the board, Jay. Oh, okay. Has anybody seen One Love by Marley? That's all I'm asking. No, I didn't no. need to. I heard how it ended. I heard he dies at the end. Yeah. Is that true? <laughs> Well, okay, you can make your joke. So, in other words, you're making an excuse for not seeing it, and you sat up here and tore it down before it came out. I'm just saying. Did he die at the end? I just want to make sure. No, I'm just saying to you, Reese, you tore down about the making of Bob Marley movie, and I'm asking you, have you seen it after you criticized it in the beginning? That's all I'm saying. Again? No, because I already knew how it ends. Man, you're trying to make a joke out of something that you it's not didn't a joke. see. It's not a joke. It's the same reason why I didn't see Titanic. I knew how that ended, too. Reese, I mean, uh, you, you said, I, ha- I have not seen it, but I will see it. But to date, I haven't seen it yet. Okay, but that was the word. Hey, just hey, just no. <laughs> yeah, I'm hearing a lot of Jamaicans are not, they're not liking the, the movie, you know, I was made. They couldn't even, they couldn't even find a Jamaican it? actor to play Bob Marley. A lot they damn sure couldn't. Like a lot of Jamaicans sure are not like <laughs> Who, who did you say is not liking hey. it, Potter? Who did you say is not liking it? Well, a lot of Jamaicans, which are a lot of here where I am, and in New York, they don't. They didn't like the fact number one that they couldn't find a Jamaican actor because they're tired of the fake Jamaican accents that is yeah. usually in movies that we make. But wait a minute, wait a minute. But there were, wait a There were, there were Jamaican people in the movie though. Oh, there were wow! In the no, it's the, the lead character. You got to remember Bob, Bob Marley. Isn't, isn't Charlie isn't Sheen play Bob yeah, Okay, but okay, okay, okay. hold on. But Potter, what does that have to do? What does that, what does that have to do with anything? Oh, they're, they're, no, they, they asked me a question. They asked me why Jamaicans did, were having a problem with the movie, and I just I just told them that. Yeah, right, that's what right. I'm hearing. That's yeah. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Because, but that's the same way, you know, black folks, can't, you, they can't have it both ways. You can't get mad when British actors are playing American roles and then... You know, when Americans are playing Jamaican hey. roles, you motherfuckers can't have it both ways. It's right. greedy. It's a, it's a, it's a, the guy playing Bob Marley is a, isn't he a black guy from England or something like that? 
But uh, there are black well, people that well, are bringing up that. Well, there are black Denzel people that are bringing Washington up that. Played, Denzel Washington played Stephen Biko. And he's a man, so, yeah. and he played that. I know. Yeah. So okay. I mean, that's but, not the argument. And Forrest Whitaker played Idi Amin. You asked Right. 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 Now, did, now, for people who are in those countries, what do they think about it? See, I don't know. I don't, I'm not bringing it up as a big deal. I'm just saying that's how people feel. There's a lot of black Americans that feel that they're giving a lot of these yeah. roles that would normally go to black Americans to blacks from other places. Specifically, UK, yeah, like Jay said. Morgan Freeman plays Nelson Mandela. They got better actors for that role. Yeah. You know, that, may the, that may be the case. Yeah. Listen, anybody that can make a division for some reason, anywhere we can make a divide now, it's almost like, you know, Somebody get up in the morning and say, ooh, ooh, let me see. Well, how, how can I divide us again? Ooh, ooh okay, okay. Uh, uh, African, uh, Jamaican, uh, British, American. Okay, uh, let, we're going to break, now we're going to break, break, break black folk into four different categories. And then another category come on. Now you ain't just black anymore. Now you're black American. Now you're black British. I mean, Cut me, cut the shit yeah. out. I mean, no, I, I agree, point? but I think what 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 happens is people get more upset for some reason if it's an icon. So if somebody plays Martin Luther King, that's not African American. You're going to hear people more get up. So in in Jamaica, that icon no, is people Bob got the, the boy who the boy who was in um Get Out, Chocolate Peace, Chocolate oh. Peace. Put I'm yourself on mute. Right All that noise has been my... coming from you the whole time. That's been your I'm fucking phone. Okay, look. The boy, I'm meeting myself now. Okay. The boy who was playing, uh, uh, who played uh, the, the, the black kid in Get Out, he was, right. uh, he, they was mad about that. It wasn't no iconic role. It, 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 it's just a motherfucker that was, right. was fucking white, white girl. Ain't nothing iconic about that. And, and niggas was mad about that. We got to cut this shit hey. out is all I'm saying. We, hey, any, Jay, anytime can I, Jay, we can, can I ask you a question? Vision, Yes, you can, John Beggs. If the, if a movie were to be made about you, who uh-huh. would you like to play you? Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> 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 no, I, I'm, first of all, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. You know that ain't my, that ain't my gig. He won't. He won't Fred to play. Well, John Beckman, if they to make a movie about you, what black person would What's you want to that? be about play the role? Who would play who would you want to be black? I don't know who would play me. I don't know, you know, I don't know who who would play me. I don't know if they're, but I'm sure they would find somebody. The idea is always to find somebody that at least have some favoritisms and features of the person that they're playing. You know, if you look at Morgan Freeman and Nelson Mandela, you can see how with a little makeup, and you know, they could make him so look I'm like out. Nelson. And um, so you I'm know, completely the, the fr- fucking out with the frame. Well, I, I, actually, Jay, they'd probably have to use a couple actors. Let's say they did your whole life, they would want a young Jay, a middle yeah. Jay, and then, and then a now Jay. So there might be actually three different actors. Yeah, but I, I don't know if they you. would. So. You know, I always said that you know, um, I don't think, I don't think um, 
my life is that important. But I do believe this. You still got some life to go yet, Jay. Don't say that. If this record becomes a major hit, this Club Nouveau record, this would be the time that I would become an important figure in music because of all the things I've done in the past. But this would be the crowning achievement because of my age, because I would be the oldest artist, R&B artist, to um, go a number of decades um, without having a hit record and then coming back with a, a major hit record. And you and, said there you were know, two others. Saying, who, who, who were the no, two others? They were, they were, it, Good no, so there were, there, there, but they were all in their 40s. I'm 62. So I just said, you know, when you look at Marvin Gaye, Tina, and so Marvin Gaye came back and made a ton of money. Tina Turner came back and made a ton of money because they got, um, um, Barry White came back and made a ton of money because they started getting paid oh. in the money of the day versus the money when they first started. But, you know, the, the paycheck. Yeah, are you going to sleep today? Are you going to take a break today? For me? Fuck. You are, are you talking you to me? Start talking? <laughs> good Fred, good morning, Jay. Shut the fuck up, man. You sucking dick. Too much dick sucking going on. Shit. Fred, Fred, who are you? It's a third out. Fred, who are you talking to? Why would you ask me if I'm going to go to sleep today? Because I want you well rested. I think he's saying you're talking you know, too much. Well, I mean, let me say this to you, know, Fred. Uh, Fred. I'm take your big ass to sleep because you probably carry a lot more weight around than I do, and you probably eat a lot more than I do. I don't necessarily the way, need to go to sleep. When I go to sleep, it'll be at night. But I don't. So I don't need you monitor. When did you become my sleep monitor? When did that happen? Well, you when did you so become and jubilated well, what, what, earlier? You, you and I thought by when now? the third hour came on, usually you take a nap. Hey, hey, let, let me let you me know, say this to you, into Fred. A rock star. Hey, hey, Fred. Oh, huh. Fred. <laughs> Fred, you know right. what? Your jealousy. Why do you get jealous when I come on? You don't even say shit. You ain't even oh. saying shit. But you mad that I'm Good talking, morning. but you ain't saying shit. So, so, you aren't even so contributing when you, when to the you, conversation. When you get your number one record, when you come, are you going to, are we going to have to, can I speak with Gay? Is Gay home? Can you put me through to Gay? Good morning, Gay. Not, not everybody. I'm going to tell you something, Fred. Everybody else will be able to get me except you. Matter of fact, when you call into the show, I'm going to have a four-party line for you to call through. Right. And by the way, I'm not even going to mute you. you. It's going to be the person that connected you that's going to mute you. Listen to John Beckman. Are you going to sell your house? Are you going to buy it? I'll put him in the bubble, Jay. I'm just saying to Jay because no one else has. Because if Jay needs to sell his house... If Jay needs to sell his house because of this record, he has an open invitation to always stay at my house. Okay? Thank you, John. So what Beckman is saying, what Beckman is saying, dumbass, is if I have to sell my house to keep to keep the record moving, I can stay with him and, and die of cancer because of the fucking smoke that's in the house. <laughs> well, I didn't say that, but okay, okay. But that that's a side that's a side What was note. unique about you though, Jay, about being that uppity shit that I found out all through your life, you always have an eclectic 
uh, host of people that's around you, no matter what you make. You know, it, you got. I mean, especially when you had Ron New. When you had Ron New, <laughs> <laughs> man, come on, man. That means you invite everybody in your circle, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, you have all kind of people, and it's you know, it's just. You know, you attract a lot of different classes. And I'm glad to be his favorite white Caucasian Caucasian friend. That that's <laughs> that warms my heart. John, I don't see you as my favorite white Caucasian white Caucasian. Why that's Cracker. Cracker's better, John. Fuck man, stop it. Cracker, motherfucker. Stop that bullshit. Fred, you're my favorite white Caucasian friend. There you go. There you go, Fred. Caitlin. That's I Caitlin. That'll make you white. Mm-hmm. I know you love being white, Fred. I'm going to let you go ahead and be it. What's your think about that basketball game yesterday? The All-Star. 211 points against 186 points. One I didn't even know it was on. Didn't even know it was on. Now, how? So that's that's almost four hundred points. Mm-hmm. So how do you get a most valuable player when motherfuckers ain't playing defense? That's that is the one so that stupid. shoots the best. I know one thing. I think the Kings was crazy when they need a shooter to get rid of Halliburton. Halliburton, uh, because that dude yeah, can but shoot they, better than anybody on the Kings. Yeah, well, they, they they picked between him and the other boy. So they had Sabonis, them both. I know. No, 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 no. They had to pick between him and um the other little swiper. Fox, What's his Fox, name? Fox, 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 Fox. Yeah. When they should have kept both of them. I know. Jay, I read in the sports section today that some guy won uh-huh. the dunk contest who's only played four NBA games in his life. Well, that's I don't McClung. even know who yeah, this well, guy is. Well, well, McClung, because he plays in the G League, John, he's just he's a great dunker, but he can't play basketball. They've given him a shot, but his basketball IQ is, um, is low at best. He's got to up his game. Just being able to dunk a ball, basketball is more than dunking. And he's a small guy, so he's not going to get to the rim like that all the time, if at all. You know, um, well, so, well, I didn't see it, but what, what made yeah, well, like well, the, the greatest Yeah, well, Manu Bone wasn't the greatest basketball player either, but he just had height. So they picked him because he had the, the height difference between, the basketball skills. The, the, the difference between Manu Bone and him, they didn't need Manu as a shooter. They needed him right. as a defender. But this kid, McClung, he would – he would have to be a scorer or a defender or something, but his he just doesn't have a high basketball IQ. He's just a white kid that can jump and dunk. But so he doesn't been have on an several all teams. Good game. He no, all he all, good game. No. Uh, it's a lot of NBA players don't have an all-round game. There's yeah, few but, people but that they got, in the NBA that don't have an all-round game. But they, but they special, but they specialize in something. He's not an offensive threat nor a defensive stopper, and you got to be one of them. That's why, that's why Gary Payton Jr. is able to stay around and, and get the money he gets is because he don't have to be a great shooter. He's a great stopper. He can stop. Yeah, let me ask the nasty. Let me, let me, Jay, let me ask you. 
Let me ask you a question, because in basketball, we always talk about individuals and how great they are. What team, and not team, not individuals, but what team in all time has, like, ever been the best defense? I don't know. Has never been the best defense, you said? No, that that has been, like, considered the best defensive oh, team uh, ever. You had – well, you had um, you had the uh, you had Detroit Lions. I mean, Detroit um, Pistons were a great defensive team at one time. You had um, the uh, 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 the the Spurs were a great defensive team. Yeah, Popovich, Popovich. Yeah. Yep. You had um, uh, you had the Bulls. Man, the Bulls when Ron Harper was there. Oh man. They were a great defensive Michael team. Jordan. But Michael Jordan. Daryl Dawkins. Daryl Dawkins. Daryl Dawkins. Shit. Oh, he talking about he talk about team. Daryl Dawkins was not a great. Yeah, talk about team. Not you know, you motherfuckers, y'all ain't gonna never put. I'll never be in the club. I'm not a musician. I'm not a sportsman. I'll just put myself on mute. That's what I'll do. Fuck it. That's a good, Fred. We love you. You know what? You, Fred, you find, hey, Fred. You finally made a good decision. <laughs> and I appreciate you earlier, Fred, joining the White Club. That that warmed my heart today when you first said that. Great. Now, no, now, Fred, let me ask you a serious question. I always remember Daryl Dawkins, Philadelphia 76ers player, I believe. I remember him being like the slam dunker. The you he's know, a he center. He whoop your ass up there. He's 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 up there. He's Chocolate a big Thunder. dude. He was a he, he was, was a Chocolate slam Thunder. dunker. He the first one to broke a backboard. Right, exactly. but was he, I, did, yeah. I don't know. Was he was he considered a good defensive player? Most definitely. Come on, man. Yeah, he played in the middle. No, yeah. no, he was not. A, he was not a great defensive player. He was a decent defensive player. The most, well, I guess he he was a better defensive player he than he was five. offensive. Yeah, he was just he was just big. He, he was Did like he playing the... Shaquille at the time of his time. Right. Did right. he get into the He'd Hall be... of Fame? Is he is he a Hall of Famer? I'm not I'm not a hundred percent, but I would I mean no, Daryl Dawkins is a legend. I don't know no. if Doc, I don't know if Daryl Dawkins made it to the Hall of Fame. But I remember as a kid but I enjoyed I... watching him play. I do know that um he can make a he can make a sandwich. <laughs> and he had a good sense of humor. <laughs> he played with Dr. Man. J, didn't he? Weren't they on the yep. same team? Yeah. 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 It says here, um Daryl Dawkins, he was a four time uh, NBA All Star and was inducted into the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame in twenty twelve. Oh, so he is. Okay. She can make a sandwich, 58, too. 58, year, 58 years old, born January 11th. He's making a sandwich now. It's called Willie Way Valentine. <laughs> right. With extra cheese. Hey, y'all better watch out. For this storm that's coming your way because it's fucking up California right now. And when this is get over those Sierra Mountains, uh, Beckman, this shit about to fuck y'all up a little bit. 
And so nigga, nigga, if we could survive you, nigga, if we could survive your punk ass Kente, we could survive anything, nigga. What do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? Survive me how? So is it pouring rain there right now, Yusef? It did so last it, night. It, it got it another bucket. atmospheric river that's coming along with the wind. Right now, tornado watches for the Sacramento County. Wow. Now, for Sacramento County to have a tornado advisory warning in uh, for three days. I'm that's how it's going on. The wind is starting to kick up out here, um, Kente. I'm, Jay, you know what I you know what I did this weekend? I went to the Fab Forty and and rented me a U-Haul and got all the wood from the trees that fell down and put it on. I'm going to continue all this week, and I got it on the property over there in the Heights to age. And I don't know if I'm gonna sell the wood or uh, you know use it for my own fireplace. But I you're got smart man, you said. I remember you telling me you were doing that, and you're that's a great oh. idea to do that. Oh yeah, and all those white men, because that's what's in the fabulous sport. They came all outside talking to us. Me and Anthony went out doing that. Jay, they came out said, "Oh, that's a you guys really going to make some? That's a good idea. What you guys doing? You know, the white men really jump out when they saw us. They asked, "Where are you from?" We said, "We from the north side. We from Grant and all this shit." They get to talking about all this, and they just admired how we were out there doing that. In the rain, Jay. We did it in the rain. No, no, that is smart, because like you said, uh, you could sell that wood, and people are going to buy it. So, you know, you're a better businessman than the only $500 a cord. $500 a cord. And And we got oak, hardwood. Yeah, that, that's going to last least, longer than a fire. About, oh, my God. We got it. Yesterday alone, yesterday alone was about at least, uh, I would say, a $3,000 investment just from going out getting wood on the, on the fucking. And wow. think about over there in that white community that they like so manicured, they actually get their trees cut and put it on the curb for the city to come get it. I said, oh, no, fuck that. I went straight to U-Haul and rented a trailer. So you said, do you, right also, on the do, you ca- do you carry a chainsaw with you in case you have to cut some up? No, but he carries no, a pipe ca- bomb with him, though. I just told you. I just told you, <laughs> Batman. That nigga get that nigga get greens off the land. That nigga get weed off the land. That nigga ain't gonna leave shit on the street, nigga. He gonna go get it. They left. They leave it right there, cut up for you on the street. They cut yeah, it that's up. That's beautiful. Well, no, right, I'm proud of you. Now, wait a minute, though. I do what I what I got. What I invested in is a splitter. Splitter mm-hmm, and a chainsaw is nothing. And my partner, my partner has a chainsaw. You so know, you have, do you so have a that's hydraulic all splitter. Is it a hydraulic hydraulic? Splitter or no, it's not hydro. It's not. It's it, It's a. Uh, how did we use that? It's not hydraulic because we didn't have any water hooked up to it. It's gasoline. Right. It's okay. by gas. It's a gas. Yeah. Yeah, it's a gas splitter. 
Nice. You know, but the, well, but these oak trees are so old that the trunk is bigger than Fred. <laughs> oh man, you, yeah, no. I mean, I mean, and if you sell that stuff, not, not to fuck with you, Fred. You're not gonna make some good money. I wish yeah, you would just teach. So, uh, oh man, you, I wish you would teach uh, Peony how to you know do business. Any way you can help him out? Well, Keone, I wish Keone you would take some of the young men with you, teach them how to do it. Well, a lot of young men don't want to be out there. John Beckman, John Beckman, you don't, you you don't recognize that Keone has a logo that um, his teacher saw, and when he looked at the logo, he said the logo alone was worth $50 million. So Really? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> And I can't even get a sticker. Right <laughs> that so, nigga said the logo alone, nigga. Shit. So if you want, I mean, just and his and um his teacher worked up with um he was part of the team with well, Joe Boxer. So if there's anybody <laughs> knows something about about that, it would be his his teacher. So if I were you. Well, would, someday um, I'll be eating, I'll be eating my words someday. Well, I mean, or you can invest right now. You can if you want to be an investor. <laughs> have you invested, Jay? Because I like the financial so literacy. You invested, Jay? Have you have invested? You invested? <laughs> <laughs> I've been, Oh, Jay, I thought you said you can't be the same. You can't be the same hate that people hate. Now you hate I'm Don Keone. You invest, no you invest in the stock market. You invest. You invest in the stock market, but you won't invest in your brother. Well, I, you know what? I, let me say this to you, Ali. I don't invest in a stock market. I invest in certain stocks that are on the market <laughs> that are proven. That are proven All right, so let me ask you this hypothetical, plan. Jay. If Peony were a stock, would you invest? Well, John, um, I would have to see how his company was performing. I would have to see his profit loss, um, and it would have to – it would have to prove itself out that it was worthy of being invested in. Well, it makes you this, Jay. Yes, we do. Well, if, Go me, ahead, and, if me and Beckman Go ahead, get a group question, of guys Caitlin? and we uh, figure out how to get on to the uh, hockey rink over by the house here, in Vegas, do you think you could come down and perform, or how much would it cost us? Just you know, just 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 thinking. What? Yay! I, I, I don't understand what you, what did you say? Because I, I can see what you're doing. He's just me getting and, on me. Beckman. How Beckman always wanna he, he always comes to you and asks. You know, like he's sucking your dick all the time. Jay, will you want to go to a hockey ball game? Jay, I got a thousand dollars over here, and I just want to know. There's no such thing as a hockey ball game. What kind of hockey ball games do you go to? No such thing as a hockey ball game. 
As long as I just sound like John Beckman, today is a great day. How's your holiday going, John? <laughs> you know it's a holiday, right, John? Yeah, I'm not celebrating it today because we don't have a president. Oh, okay. Because you don't have it's a president. <laughs> I don't ce- I don't celebrate disabled President's Day. So you don't have your well, your your flag flying in front of the house on, or you you just not today. An asshole. Okay. Right. Not not today. It used to be right after one oh. president. It used to be Lincoln and Washington celebrated day. You know, one one week you get off, and then the next week you get off. Yeah. Now it celebrates all presidents. Both past and that, present. So let me ask a question: Is any, anybody celebrating Biden today? Of course, I'm an American man. My mother and father uh, fought for this country. This is my country. Yes. Well, good luck with that. Mm-hmm. You want to steal so that? Celebrating too? Trump today? You want to fucking take that? You want to you you want to steal that from me too? That I'm an American. No, no, an African I know you're American. American. In fact, okay. my good friend Jay King sent you a hundred of my dollars. Oh, Jesus. So I know, I know you're oh. an American. So am I. Thanks, man. We really needed it for the toilet paper. It was getting rough around here. I really appreciate that. Okay. Uh, I'm going to return it. Actually, I uh, we donated I, I that to the Humane it. Society. Excuse me. We hmm. donated that to the Humane Society. And well, we bought it even some nice toilet of me to paper. give that to you? Wasn't it nice? Yes, yes, and I'm go- yes that was beautiful, John. Uh, I'm glad yeah. I have a friend in you. A friend in need is a you friend do. indeed. By the way, Thank Fred, you, John. give me your number so I can call you for some support when you 254-317-3880, John. Okay, I don't, I don't have a pencil, but okay, I'll listen back. Okay, yeah. I'll be to Vegas in a few weeks here after we come from oh, the concert. Yeah, yeah. Good, good. Hey, Jay, if you're still here, by the way, are you coming to Vegas to perform this Friday night, you said? <laughs> that's, what, that's what Fred just did. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I'll be there. I'll be there this Friday, John. All right, make sure to let me know where I need to go because I don't know. Jay, I'll, I'll let you know. Jay, are you coming down here next week, Jay? Friday. Um, damn, it's a blessing to have a good friend. Guys, that is a nice I'm not gentleman. Not going to be little. <laughs> Go I'm ahead, Jay. You You're going to let him be little. Who? <laughs> Me and John's relationship. <laughs> I'm going to get to know John. I'm going to get to know John. No, I'm moving to Henderson. Fuck it. (laughs) Nope. JC, Fred, I got a white man that's like this. Yes, 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 brother. Fuck (laughs) y'all. Fred, when you come to Vegas, if you need the places to stay, you have an open invitation to stay at my house, okay? Okay, thank you, John. You're welcome. And and I won't charge I you a dime, just so you know that. Okay, thank you, John. I appreciate but you. Is brother. the house in your name, Beckman? 
The hell is that? What you will pay with you will pay with your lungs. <laughs> what, what he will do though, and he will come on Kings in the morning and tell people, Well, you know, we had to buy extra food because Fred was there. I'm not gonna say Fred. Well this you is know, true, yeah. I would have to much. say that. This is true. Mm-hmm. I wear Fred, my emotions in my sleeve. Do you eat a lot, Fred? But, do you consider yourself a person that eat a lot? Not at all. I don't. I don't I eat think. What's in my hand? I mean, I, I mean, snack. It's not like you I like snack, to eat. but I eat uh, once a day, pretty much now. And uh, uh, what's in my hand? You know, I mean, it's not the variety of shit. Well, what's right, in your it hand sounds right like now? you're a person that likes to eat, <laughs> and you eat good food. You like to eat, but it, I don't think you. I, I don't know. Maybe now. I'm talking about now. It seems like I've never been a glut. Are. I've never been a glut, man. I've never been a glut. Too much on the plate grossed me out. Don't fucking uh, give me the leftovers and shovel that shit out there on me like that. That's gross. Do you like a proportionate plate? Proportionate. Exactly. I like a nice, clean, beautiful plate. Don't feed me like I'm a fucking dog or a cow. He will stick yeah. his hand on your plate. <laughs> no, it was a Fred? potato chip bag. Uh-huh. Right. Just, just so I know, in case you do come out and say, do you use a knife and fork? Yeah, and a salad fork. Depends on what it is. Depends on what it is, John. You know, if it's some other kind of food, you know, the nigga eat with his hands. The nigga then bit his fingers up several times eating with his hands. Because <laughs> you imagine that's why part of, that's partially why his teeth came out because he was biting why on his fingers. So, why? Why are you so nasty to me? And you called me yesterday, and we had a great conversation, and you told me you love me. And now today you get on this fucking show and you I uh, hear you humiliate me, Ali. I thought we was cool. You guys were saying the same shit. Okay, shut the fuck up. Hey Fred, <laughs> let me ask you a what? question. Because I like Chinese food. If I ordered Chinese food and you were here, would you use chopsticks? Uh, it depends. It depends on if no. you know if it's Oreo setting and. Don't... Yeah, some cultures that it's you know Ethiopians <laughs> eat with their hands. Yeah, well you know, I mean, Fred can't eat with Fred can't eat with chopsticks. Chinese people don't don't really care about silverware because it's not cultural. It's it it it, it, it it's like the conquistadors come in with their way of life and bring you know these. Utensils in to eat with instead of a natural way. That's why they use chopsticks. Right, right, right. Not, right. But, Ali, but you, said, Ali, you know, you last said. year, Ali, Ali, uh, last week. Do you have any vivid imagination of the educational background conversations that we were having on this uh, last week when you were throwing bullshit in there like you just did? You know, Hello? back in the black culture, a lot of. Our ancestors ate with it. My great grandmother, my great grandfather, my grandmother ate with it. They get their greens and cornbread. They mash it with their hands. And I like eating with my hands, mixing it with my hands, and eating it with my hands because it reminds me of that more than eating with a fork, especially greens and cornbread. No, I understand what you're saying, but like for no, example, you when don't I go to a Chinese when I go to a Chinese restaurant, I'll eat with chopsticks. 
but I cannot eat the rice with it because I can't get enough rice on the damn chopsticks to fill my mouth. Well, I, I just can't do it. You go into a Chinese the restaurant. Plate. They pick up the they pick up the plate pick up the and shovel that. They use their mother. I didn't see. I didn't see them. Goddamn yeah. me! Take, take that plate and put that motherfucker up there and scoop that shit and right off that shit plate. All in your mouth like right. you're supposed to. They Jeez. pick up with they pick up items that are big enough to eat with the chopsticks. But when it comes to the time of eating rice, they they gather a pile and just scoop the shit in the mouth. Exactly. You know, well, I'm not a, but I'm not a pile driver, so I refuse to do that. <laughs> well, what it is, you're an American. You're an American, so you're conditioned not to eat with chopsticks. Because no, but I said, way but I thinking. said I eat any any of the other food with the chopstick. I do use chopsticks. I just can't do it with the rice. Do you guys well, have a because... uh, night watchman on your uh, around your premises? I need a w- night watchman job, Beckman. Like no, I've already uh, said, uh, he've already hired me for that. Uh, you late, Fred? Don't come around here either, nigga. We do have security that drives around in you know patrol cars. It says security yeah, that's what on I, it. Can you hook me up? If Absolutely. I'm there? And by the way, let me tell you something that happened the other day. Let's see what day? Monday? Yeah. Saturday at 5 o'clock p.m., I get a knock on the door or ring the doorbell. It's the Los Angeles Police Department. Donna answers the door. I'm upstairs taking a nap. She goes, John, get down here. I go, what, what, what? The police are here. I go, the police? What the fuck? So uh, it was a police detective that was uh, wanting to look at our surveillance footage because just down the road from us, we had an armed carjacking like three houses down from us. Somebody uh, pulled into their driveway, uh, put a gun to some guy's head, and took his car. Like, God damn. Yesterday, Did I put you had a brand new... Uh, well, I didn't. And we have three cameras, but the worst camera is our door ring. So yesterday, or Saturday night, Donna ordered a new one. And yesterday, I installed a better camera. It's not as blurry as the old one was because that was like 10 years old. But we didn't see anybody uh, with the footage we had that we showed the police that was like walking or, you know, heading to wherever they committed the crime. But goddamn, you know, bringing that, you know, since you brought that up about the police and the surveillance, my partners called me that's on the Taylor Swift tour, and they're in Australia right now, and they called me saying that uh, um, uh, Australia is the footnote for what America is going to become because their mass shootings in Australia literally almost don't exist because of all those cameras, the big brother that is in Australia and in other countries. You know, so... And, and and as well with that, they talked about how fucked up America is with its mass killing, and 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 it and it was right after the mass killing of uh, I think Joe Olson, you know the shooting with Joe Olson in his church oh. and oh the one in Houston yeah, right because it was it was a recent mass shooting, and you know and what he's what for, as soon as we got to talking. He was just speaking on how America is going to be like this. 
And I'm like, well, like what? Like what? And, you know, how fucked up it is in America. And these are people that really kind of, you know, like being an American. But they see the contrast on how they actually said, man, we're fucked up over here in America. You know, based well, didn't, just didn't strictly Australia about the mass shooting. everybody's guns? Absolutely. That's Australia? what I'm saying. Right. right. Or Argentina. I think it's where that, that female president is. Where is the – who has the female – I think it's Argentina. Is Argentina that has the female – No, Ar- Arge- Argentina has that new president that uh, – I forget his name. He won, and he, he won, and he's a big Republican, and he's he, – I guess the other day he just – Was, was it like a female seven. before? Was it a female before? It could have been, there? but I'm not sure which female um, – it could have been, so I, but I don't know. I apologize. I just remember that maybe a year ago, maybe two, or a year and a half, where there was a it was a big mass shooting here, and people in that country where it was a female president, you know, they said, "You guys just can't learn. Americans just can't learn," and and they boasted about how, you know, they took away all the guns in their country. And the mass shooting literally almost don't exist. Yeah, but, but this country in America, said, we have, we we have over three hundred million guns in the in this country. How how is it that we're going to get rid of them? Who's going to well, like, like? Well, it's not. I would say this: How is it that they all were allowed to get them? Because America's history is all about having a gun. Even this Constitution is about having a gun. It's your constitutional right. And the West, even the movement of Americanism into the West, is all about cowboys. It's all about rangers. It's all about having a gun, even a child, a, a woman. Anybody that was living on the plains or in the West made sure that they had a shotgun at their door, and they would always pull out a shotgun when everybody come on their property. So America's dogma was all about having a gun. It was preaching about having a gun, and that same preaching and dogma has got mass shootings going crazy in this country. So now you don't I even. I know, and, and I, you I have understand people that, that don't how, even want to get rid gonna, of the gun. But how are they going? Yeah, I know. But so how are they going to get? 300 million guns out of the hands of those of whom that have them? Well, that's that's a good question. You would have to just have, they would have to confiscate them from people in their homes or, or make it a law that you can't have a gun. To literally make it a law that you cannot have, and people in America ain't going to stand for that shit because the theory, you can call it a conspiracy theory if you want, but the theory is that the government just wants to be able to control you, and they have the gun. They would make the government more dominant over the, the civilians. So let me ask you this question. The other day when there was an armed carjacking, some guy pulled into his driveway, some guy with a gun came up to him, pointed it at him, and says, I'm taking your car. Do you think that was a legal gun that guy had? What are the percentages you know, people of that? Are so, people, people 
are so afraid of, you know, what's going on in America with the killing with the gun that you can come up with your hand in your pocket and people give up the money. You don't even have to have a gun. You could come and just have your hand in the pocket like you got a gun, and people will just give you everything because yeah, of the yeah. fright, I mean, the terror. We've we've so, all well, seen that. They've done TV shows like that since the 50s, like a guy with his hand man, in the pocket. Man, this ain't TV shows. This is real life. They're doing it right now. Well, I know now. it's real. I know it's real. And people don't well, yeah, even have right. a gun. You're right. Somebody can it's put just their hand being... in their pocket. Right. As a matter of fact, I got, I, I got a gun. Right. As a matter of fact, they're robbing people of their dogs, their bull pit pit bull baby dogs, you know, and, and, and taking from people, you know, with a, imitating they got a gun in their hand, and then the people that's walking the dog give up the dog. You know, just for the, it's it's America's fucked up, man. I mean, for, I just don't see how people don't see that America's fucked up, and it's it's about it. It ain't about to fall. This shit is done. You can't stop it. It's a, it's. I mean, you know, you can call me a pessimist, but I just no, say I, that I'm, you, I don't call you a pessimist. I agree with you. It's fucked well, up. Well, in in certain instances, you know, you have so much Americanism in you. Just like our Fred just say, you know, my my, you know, I'm an American. This and my ancestors fought in here. I don't consider myself. I was born in America, but I am not going to participate in the sins that America has committed and call myself an American to go into the judgment that America is going to face for being American. Um, just like Rome got you. judged, nations rise and they get flaws. judged. Nations get judged because this nation is, uh, you know, people want to call it an adamant object, but it's actually an entity. America, they have the Statue of Liberty right there. They call her a she, her. America's being judged, man. You get they say God judges nations and that's why they fall. Even America California itself stopped having gambling in its state because it felt that God judged it with the earthquake because that happened in what, nineteen eighteen or nineteen nineteen or whatever, when that earthquake came. They said oh, the okay, one no in more San gambling. Francisco. San Francisco. San Francisco. That's the reason why there is no gambling in California, because they felt America, God was judging it, gambling out of California because of that earthquake, because of all the rampant gambling that was going on in no, California. No, no. Yusuf, Yusuf can, take in, can, we, can we, can we, can we um, agree that the lottery is gambling? Yeah, but but see, absolutely. But see, that's why they introduced gambling back in California. But you can't throw no dice. You can't roll when you go to these gambling institutes. You can't roll dice in these casinos. See, they restricted certain things. You Even know, the you ones on the Indian reservations. No, you. If you do the dice, it's not. It's it's with cards. 
see, that's what it, it's, it's crazy, man. You can throw the dice, but it's not what the dice read. They turn a card over from what how the dice show, you know, on there, and it's what the card, you know, be, from what 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 number you throw on the dice, and uh, uh, distinguishes what card they're going to turn over to determine whether or not you win. It's not throwing a dice and saying seven, seven, crap. No, it's not. So like they don't. That. They don't. Have, they don't have any craps tables at these uh, casinos. Yeah, John, I just said they have crap tables, but it's not okay. the traditional way in which it's not what like the, the dice shows it, to determine what you if you win. You have to turn over a card based upon what the dice shows. If you really want to play craps, the 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 authentic way, you got to go to Vegas or okay, Nevada. Okay. I, w- I wasn't aware you of that. Across the board. I didn't know. Right, and it's strictly because, but it stems from the history of God judging California with that earthquake in San Francisco to why they stopped gambling in California. And then they entered, it was a controversy on even bringing back, uh, California didn't always have lotteries. No. They didn't have a lot I remember of when I when shit. I left California, shoot, twenty six years ago. I remember they had lottery, and then they they would have this thing. You go into a liquor store or a convenience store, they would have the thing on the TV screen you could play right away. It was almost like a bingo right. or something. But there was a time where they didn't have it. That's what I'm saying. You talking about twenty years? Twenty years ago is nothing in the span of time of gambling in in California. Gambling in California is a recent thing. It's a rebirth. It was restricted before. On that level, you know, on the dice and all that shit, you know, so lottery wasn't always here. Go, so other if, than if, using, if somebody other than got the computer, your... when did California start having the lottery? Ask that. And then ask when did other states have lotteries? California jumped on the bandwagon with with lottery. I'm gonna say like I'm gonna say like 1980. I think I remember the scratch tickets were available then, weren't they not? Right, and then when they did, it was supposed to help the schools. And now you have California schools what needing money. Teachers don't have enough money. They're not made enough money, but yet they invited gambling back to uh, increase what money for the schools. It's hypocrisy that's going on in California. So and where's that why, school money going then? And there it is. If you go look at uh, the movie Sugar Hill, you hear Abe Vigoda say, money got lost. Money got lost. It sounds like corruption was corruption. happening at some level. Right. It's corrupt at this level, at the base level, really. At the foundation of it is corruption. You have the Indian <laughs> Reservation. You had, you had uh, what's his name? Schwarzenegger, when he was governor here, made a deal with the Indian Reservation about, you know, about the uh, gambling on its reservations. Go look at, go study that conversation that took place. 
and 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 today they still the Indian saying we didn't get a fair shake out of that deal that was made. So are the Indian casinos supposed to give money to the schools statewide or just within the Indian uh, communities? No, that was just on the Indian reservation deal. Uh, you have gambling, you have casinos that are not on reservations. It was just that was just a deal with the Indians and their reservation. Yet you still have casinos that are not on reservations in California, and that that goes along with all the money made from that uh, deal that was supposed to go to and, and are those not the deal with the those... Indians? The, the deal with the Indian reservation was a whole completely different conversation. All right, so are the casinos in California that aren't on uh, Indian reservations, are they contributing to the schools in California? Well, that's where I would say, I, that's where the slogan come, money got lost, because it seems like the teachers are on strike. And you got L.A., which is supposed to be the number one educational system with the biggest teachers and all this and that, are the ones that's always going on strike because it ain't enough money being paid to the teachers that they don't have it. Why wouldn't you have it when you got these, all this mega, mega lottery, mega, mega billion, mega, mega million uh, dollars that's going to the lottery, yet you don't have uh, schools taken care of because of the mega, mega, mega ball, the mega, mega this. It's hypocrisy. Now, Yusef, Yusef, when I met my first wife, and I got married in 1988. She was a Los Angeles Unified School District teacher, and uh, she she sp- uh, she taught the uh, Spanish kids, like in the I forget what part of LA it was, but back then and shit. So this was 88. She was making ninety thousand dollars a year, teacher, and part That's of that's a lot of because, money back then. Yeah, because she was she was doing the bilingual. Um, you know, teaching. So I don't. I didn't know if that had to do with just because you're bilingual, you can make that much. And all her thirty students were Spanish, and she was teaching them English. So, but yeah, that was a lot of money back then. Yeah, but you know, it's what's being taught to little Spanish children. You know, I got my daughter right now who's telling me who's going to a. a, a a very good high school, and she's telling me that they don't even teach about Malcolm X. They don't. They don't bring. They, they said they they bring up Martin Luther King and all those other the ones that they think that you know stood up or spoke against America or was more objective about what was happening in America. They don't teach. They don't teach about black people in today's world, in 2024. They're still not really teaching black people or black children true history in America. They're keeping certain people, especially black people, out of the minds of young uh, children. So when your well, wife is making like teaching a very Spanish good children. If they're not teaching all the history. Because I, I, even when I was in school... And I went to a cowpoke school in Cambria, California. I mean, we go ahead. I'm sorry. 
No, no, no. Go ahead, back man. That's my bad. I was about to interrupt you. Go ahead. Yeah, that was I, a me that interrupted I, I, you. Sorry. No, I know, I know. Go, go ahead, Mary. Go ahead. Can I, can I just say something to that? Like, I get that side of what you're – I kind of just came into this, so I get that side of what you're saying, Yusef. Um, I think they're duping all children of all races and all creeds and all colors and all ethnicities because America has rewritten its own history to teach people their own agenda. So I think that everybody is being duped. Robbed. Yeah, they are. White children. It doesn't matter whether what, you're it, white, it, black, Hispanic. Right. Don't matter. You're all being lied to. All of our children are being lied to. We're being lied to because, every day. All of us, even as adults. Right. I mean, because what so it will that, produce. So that's on the school district then for not teaching no. that. Well, it's mm-hmm. not only. It, it, see what it will. You have produce. to think about where it, the school district is getting their information. Who is leading the school district? The government. Like right, this is right. all all of this shit is all government regulated. It's all it's an agenda that they want to push on everyone, not just children, but everyone. And it will help the relation will build bridges if real true history was taught. Teach it. And let people see for themselves on how, if they want to be uh, part of this Americanism that's going on today, you know, it maybe it'll help the relationship. Just like when Jay came on this Kings in the Morning said he teaches American true history. What that does is, even though it's going to hurt some people, it still provokes you to examine your soul on if you're going to stand for this or if you're going to stand for that. They don't even give you the choice by just teaching one part well, and then yeah, saying well, America's great. There's, but, but, so there's no let me choices. Say one, oh, go, ahead, go, ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say. They so, don't want to uh, teach. Yeah. Since, like, so I was born in 61. So in 1968 when Martin Luther King was killed, so I would have been, what, seven years old? So obviously I didn't learn about that in school at seven years old because the the history had not been even history yet, Martin Luther King. So obviously back then I didn't know that and didn't learn that because there was nothing to be taught yet because it happened in real time, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, but they had Marcus Garvey. They didn't teach about Marcus Garvey. You're, you're right. They didn't they teach didn't, about. Right. I, I they learned didn't about, teach about. I I learned about Marcus Garvey. Right, but he speaks. But see, that that's later on. Beckman's older than the, you, I'm sure. It was in the seven. It was in the seventies. Right. But see, they didn't teach. Even Martin Luther King wasn't taught the things that Malcolm X learned, because the I things about that Malcolm, Malcolm X, X learned. Right. And what year right. did so what, okay? Died. What did what did you learn about Malcolm X? Um, I mean, I learned what he, you know, what what he was standing for. I mean, they they talked about a lot of different stuff. For example, it sounds I mean, like you I, don't, I can't, I can't, I can't well, verbatim we'll tell you because it was so long ago. Now. Well, no, Malcolm X. To, if you know 
about Malcolm X, you can speak about it now. What year did he die? You said you were taught. What were you taught about Malcolm X? I, I, honestly, I don't remember, but I know that I learned about I know we talked about it. You know, it don't I sound say, like I, it. I learned more about Martin Luther King from my parents than I did anything in school because it was in real time. So, and my parents February twenty first, nineteen sixty five. Okay, sixty five. So yeah, I mean, I learned more about Martin Luther King because of my parents because it was happening in real time at that time than I ever did learn in school because there was no periodicals or history on Martin Luther King yet. Yeah, but you you knew about uh, Benjamin Banneker. I, I you know I I can't I didn't I don't even know who that is. Even to right now, I admit I don't know who it is. Me either. <laughs> wow. Benjamin Benjamin Banneker is the one that designed uh, the Washington D.C. layout, if I'm not mistaken. I right, see. I didn't know that. Who was the one with the bag? I didn't know that. That was never taught to me. Who was who was the peanut mm. man? The black peanut uh, man. That's George Washington Carver. But Benjamin you learned Banneker, about George um, Washington Carver, didn't you? He's not just peanuts, though. He's, yeah, he I, I know uh, that. Uh, I know that. But it was something that I can make you remember his name. That's all I wanted. It was many things that he did. But I just wanted you to bring up his name. So I brought up that because that is something that was taught by everyone for you to remember his name. That's all. Snickapoo. Now, now, to agree with Mary, I probably learned about Frederick Douglass in school, but I can't tell you what I learned because I was so young I can't remember it. But I'm sure I probably yeah, heard but, of him. Right. He put, well, they put the that thing. in your mind. Yeah, go ahead, Snickapoo. Here's the thing. So school is, 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 is a part of the, in my opinion, schooling is not to be confused with education. So even if we didn't retain what we learned from school, the interest in educating ourselves, you know, asking ourselves the question and going about the research of that means that every day we get to learn something new about the things we thought we knew or why do we think that way about a thing? You know, what don't we know? You can, you can ask a question. So if you didn't know about Benjamin Banneker, you could learn about Benjamin Banneker just by researching, as uh, we call it here, American history, in my opinion. Right. And, right. So and they brought up those jobs to, to educate us fully. It, they give us our schooling. But that's not to be confused with our education. We're lifelong learners, in my opinion. Thank you for Right. Listening. I agree with that. And that's why they, Beckman, that you were heard about uh, Frederick Douglass, because they put that in your mind, because when you grow up, it would be on your radar. So when you got older, you would look it up, and you would be right. able to have some kind of judgment on Frederick Douglass, yet they didn't put in your mind about Marcus Garvey at the same right. time. Because they didn't want you as an adult. They didn't want you as an adult. They didn't want you as an adult 
to reason out the thoughts of Marcus Garvey when you're an adult, to have a can, fair can, can, judgment on what he was saying. Can, can See, I say something? So they okay. schooled you. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, uh, bitch. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right. Fuck you too, bitch. Um, first of all, Snitchy Smurf, that was so well put. Um, you and your pearls put that very well. I'm proud of you. Um, uh, I, I don't, you know, history was not a good uh, subject for me. I just never, it wasn't, it wasn't my thing, right? Science and math was my thing. So I think that whatever you, whatever your, whatever your mind, uh, you know, soaks up as a sponge, it are the things that you're going to remember as an adult. And to be quite frank with you, there's very little that I remember. I'm so far removed from school, from like grade school, that I don't remember most of that shit. I mean, I know how to count. I can do math. I can do, you know, I, I remember dissecting a frog. Um, no, I can agree. I, I, I understand what you're saying, Mary. 100%. The only thing Mary. I remember is everyday way of life and. Uh, you know, for whatever reason, you know, counting money and, and, and math and things like that, those things stayed in my head. They stayed in all of and, our and heads. Look, That's how we survived today. But, but I just so never was I, I super interested in that shit. Never. Yeah, numbers, Mary, but Nola, but Mary's right. So if you have an interest in like you said right now, if you if you take you just at what we know of you right now, right, everybody knows you're interested in in a certain ancient times, and you keep that knowledge, you read upon those things, and those things intrigue you. Where for us, some of us will never be intrigued by those things. You could talk about it 24 hours a day, and it will never sit in our mind. So the same and thing all I hear is blah, 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 blah. Right. Like, right. I, I mean, I don't want to, I'm not saying that to be no. rude, but honestly, right. I don't, no. re- a lot of the stuff, that, like, I've heard of a lot of things now because no. I was around Reese so much that I remember those things, right? Because that was there. what he was entrenched in. But, right. But I was never When we were young, when we were young, well, we were all daydreamers, too. We're hearing stuff well, the teacher's telling us, and we're looking out the window thinking, okay, what am I going to do tonight? So no, we didn't I don't think that's what it is. No, I'm no, I'm not gonna say that, Beckman. I'm not gonna say that because I think that, you know, we we all differently did different, different things when we was in school. Some people actually sat there and listened because they knew they had to pass that test. Some people, that's how some people have some great memories. You got some people who don't even sit there and go home and study because they retain everything they think in school. But that doesn't mean that the information right. is not lost as you get older. So you right. retain, you hold those things that are endeared to you that your your mind tells you. That's why you have short and long-term memories, because your mind automatically programs the things that are important for you to keep. And if it doesn't feel like it's that very important for you to keep, you're going to toss out the window like a bad fun. But other than that, we all have found things that have um, intrigued us over time. So in seventh grade, take a whole, a whole class on Louisiana history. Did I retain any of that? Hell no. There's no way. In the seventh grade, in the seventh grade, we take what yeah. call Louisiana history. So they they pretty much, and they don't they don't sit there and talk about um, all the slavery rebellions and stuff like that. They don't go through all that. They go through they go through yeah. the own history figures that they want you to teach. Now that information could be in that book, but in reality, how many people do you know go through their whole history book in any class they've ever been in history, like from one chapter from beginning to end? 
You you jump around because they have nobody but nobody but the mentors do that. You're right, Charles. Right. Nobody so but the mentors. Nobody. The same nobody. Way. So, I did, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, brother. I, was the same I don't think way. nobody goes through that whole book. I was the same way. I didn't give a fuck about history, but when I watched certain pro, you know, Jane Pittman and Roots and all that stuff. Yeah, okay, I watched that, but I didn't read. I wasn't a reader. I was when it came to math, I was a genius. I had college prep classes when I was in in elementary school, in junior high school. I was always in the advanced classes, you know. But you know, I had to learn. I had to. I had to find out on how to appreciate history. And and how I learned how, you got to remember, it's all about dates. You got to know dates. And when I found out, you know, that you got to know about dates, I said, okay, that was a little, that was a jewel. So I said, okay, I got to read. So what does it mean that I got to find one, out dates? So now you got to find out about what happened in the period. Now it came out about happening about, no, it was about what happened in that period. See, all these dates has to do with what happened in that age or that period of time. And if you can associate all the things right. that made the world change at that period of time, you can bring the puzzle all together to then right. history will be easy. Because now you can is. know how Napoleon came. And then after Napoleon, uh, you had, you know... Uh, uh, oh, all these leaders, you know, before and after him and how they fell in line. So now history, history is nothing to me. And that's because most people, it depends on the, of the side of the brain that you work with best. A lot of people who are, into, who are into math and science work with their, I think it's their left brain better, as opposed to those who are good at history and English work with their right brain better. Like, I've always been a person who was, was good. I've always been fascinated by science and math. That's me. I was always experimenting and doing all kinds of stuff, and, and that's my forte. That's where I, that, where I excel. English and history? No, I'm, I'm, I'm cool. Oh, yeah, I was and, fucking and, up in and, English. And, and, and yourself in chocolate peach, let me tell you something. I appreciate what you guys just said because I was a total opposite of what you guys were. You guys were into numbers and dates and all that in school. For When I took math... I wasn't into was, dates. No, I said I wasn't... I didn't get into the dates in history until I got into my 20s. Okay, okay. But in school... Where I, I had to I teach myself. I was the myself. worst at math. As much as I tried to understand it, I was the worst at math. For some reason, numbers and I just didn't get together well. But when it came to history, current events... And all that stuff, I was like, "Oh man, this is my cup of tea." So yeah, there are, we, you know, there are opposites. The opposites that you know have different ways of thinking. Right, and I'm glad you brought up current now, events because that I, is a I component too when it comes to yeah. history. You got to know, you got to be adept in current events. Well, let me say something to you. When I'm talking to a bitch and I'm fucking her real good, I'm talking her left ear. But when I want to create, when I create, you know, I do things on my right side, too, you know. So, cause, because, yeah, I like a lot of scrolls. A lot of scrolls is in the head, at least my scrolls, because I, I fuck them. I'm talking right. to their left ear. 
I'm a righty. I'm a righty. Who is a lefty? Anybody? You mean you mean left-handed? Yeah. No, you're talking about the hemisphere of your brain. So you have four who's, hemispheres who's in your but, brain. Okay, wait, but who, who you got the right hemisphere, the left hemisphere, the front, and the back. You got to be able to see, that's you where your, your pineal hand? gland, that's where your pineal gland have to be at a very tuned so you can harmonize your brain, all of it, and you can reason in, within yourself. You which, know, which, what's happening which, in the which, world which, today. Which, 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 which gland? It's not gland. Your pineal it's your brain. <laughs> which gland? It's your brain. Pineal gland. Pineal gland. That's what harmonizes your left, right, your front, and back part of your brain. I'm so that Hello. keeps us balanced. That keeps us it's balanced where we're gonna fall that over. That keeps it balanced. It keeps it balanced. The lobes. And what lobes. it is, the way the way you the way you excite it or the way you ignite it is the chakras within your body. You know, you got to be able to feed it because it starts at the stem of your chakra, and then it <sighs> rises. See, see, you don't see. This is metaphysics. You don't know that part. See, I didn't either, and it's a whole harm to you because it's a part of knowing thyself. If you know no, thyself, you no, wouldn't even. No, that wasn't. That was. That wasn't. That wasn't. That gesture wasn't a boring or 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 something. Uh, no, I was just thinking. <laughs> no, that wasn't what that was. Either. I'm very interested in what you're saying. Well, well very. Well, I, I go by the tone, you know, I go by what I hear, you know, my perception. Well, I agree with you, Jeff. <laughs> I go with my perception. And and I was and I was that way I used to be one that go into the library and just look at pictures. Because I wasn't yeah. a reader, I didn't have great comprehension. I didn't know because I wasn't taught. I went to college. I went to college, man, and didn't read a fucking book, dude. I had terrible skills too. I went through and then so and so I would just get by but just you know, going and looking at the pictures. And you know what picture I saw that astounded me? When I got to the sixties, reading about the sixties, not reading, looking at the picture, when when I would say, Why is all these black people scared to jump on this white motherfucking cop? That only got it's only one cop that got a gun. Why won't all them motherfuckers jump that motherfucker? And then when I got to reading the book, I saw that these were black people that weren't really educated to give them the impetus or the force hey, to Lisa, say fuck can I ask a question? and take over at that time. <laughs> yeah, what's up? What's Yusuf, up? can what's I ask up? you a question? You know, all the studying and all that shit. I got that when it was time to graduate. I took government, local government, or what have you. There was a course. Then, you know, we had the history points, and then we had the science. But then I go back. Any instructor that I listened to, it was, they were reading a book about cops and robbers, man. 
you know, and Abraham Lincoln, and it was some fucking shit that, why would I be interested? You know, I, I've been asked this question, Who, what do you make, like, what do you like, what, what do you like to do? And I say, travel, look around, no, and people person, you know. You say you ask yourself, what do you like to do? Yeah. You know, because uh, where did how did I get here? Okay, as a kid, you know, I wanted uh, construction. Construction, that was my thing. I wasn't going, picking up no fucking book at all. That just wasn't my thing. And, I, you know, I know, I find that. But didn't you learn a lot from construction, Fred? Because I did. Almost Yeah. Let him say what he got to say. Yeah, I I learned a lot, but. I find that if I would have went to school, and then I I say, well, why didn't I go to school? Well, I had six sisters and um, three brothers above me, and I watched mom and dad struggle, you know, sending them off to college and this, that, and the other. So all I wanted was a fucking job. I just wanted a job, man, to get me out of the house to make a living. Make some money. Right. Exactly. Are you the youngest of ten? Yeah, I'm the youngest of 12. I'm the baby boy. Jesus Christ. My family originated. My older sisters and brothers were born and raised in uh, Louisiana, Hartford, Nevada. Um, And then come to find out they've been into Germany and every motherfucking place. And I just found that out, that they rode a train. My older sister's from Germany, so my father was in the Navy and all that good stuff. Uh, but so, me, all so I did Fred, was wanted. So Fred, when you were five, when you were five years old, being the youngest, how old was the oldest? Like uh, twenty years old. My mother like had her first child when she was fourteen in Louisiana. My oldest sister is looking at nine eighty seven somewhere in there. Yeah. Hmm. And that's the only one that's still. Well, I got another one too that's still living, and myself well, and my brother. So I, so I know like I'm ten years younger than my oldest brother. So how much you know when you were the youngest? How much older was your eldest sister? Yeah, whoever. Seventy. Uh, no, fuck no. No, no. How much uh, older was she than you? She went to college. She was in college. So if I was, um, if I was born in 1962, if I was born in 62, check this out. If I was born in 1962 and they moved from Nevada to California for her to go to uh, college, so she was at least least 18 years older than you? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's all I'm trying to, yeah. But you said See, to go John, back you to are school. good with numbers. No, but to go back to school, I'm, I'm better with, I, I, no, no, I am better with numbers now than I used to be because I live with a CPA. My wife, you know, that's all her life is, is numbers. And, uh, but I remember when I was in high school and how my favorite subject was current events. Do you guys remember right. those, when you when you go into your library and you'd have to do, you know, look up, you know, these little cards to go find the book and all that shit. It's but a run. They all, 
it's a, yeah, you know all... why it was so it was so amazing to me because I was in high school and I believe that's when the Watergate was no elementary element Watergate uh, the concerts when they were still in it's always been a fucking issue with our government and we had to come in you know go through the newspaper local events find out what who's the mayor what's going on then we went to uh, Washington D, and then you have to find out what's going well, on. Well, that's and it was, was always say, a fucking Fred. scandal. It's a scandal. And that's what I was going to say, Fred. But at least we found. Remember the newspapers that were on those wooden rods? Yeah, in the, in library? the library. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They were always on those wooden rods. And the yeah. encyclopedias, yeah. National Ge- Geographic, and all that kind of shit. Yeah. But I never seen myself uh, using. History or any of this shit as a way of functioning. I didn't know it was important. I didn't know, you know, we had one mayor, Mayor uh, Douglas and Vallejo and shit. And then, you know, David. Uh, Well, yeah, how many of us in school said, why am I even learning this? What's this got to do with my life? We all kind of thought that way. Heavy equipment operator, truck driver. I could see the future. <laughs> we going to motherfucking school, sit up in there. How, how much schooling can you get? I wasn't thinking of, about being a doctor, a lawyer, or none of that kind of shit. Not growing up in, I graduated in 80, dude. So that means I went to high school in 80. So then 62. You know, that's when... Uh, that's when I 62. graduated too, Fred, 1980. Yeah. That was my high school yeah. graduation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was a good time for yeah. America to a certain extent. To a certain extent, that was a booming time. You know, I mean, the 80s, mm. were, it was a lot of fucking money. It was drug money. It was a lot of fucking work going on. Um, it was just phenomenal. No, I remember having a great time in high school, 76 to 80. I enjoyed those years. Those were good years, in my opinion. Yeah. Damn, I graduated in 92. I graduated in 96. You graduated in 96? Uh Uh-huh. High school? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, she is old as well. Oh, you're a young buck. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, shit, child. You're really in trouble with that snapper. Yeah, motherfucker, go give his old ass a run for his money. I want to be your beneficiary. Right. Yeah, we're getting a life insurance policy out on Charles. You trying to tell me I didn't get my Jarrett all on? That's what you trying to tell me? Hey, hey, and, and, I, I will get you some honey. In 1980, my graduating <laughs> class was 60 kids. That's how small of a school I went to. The whole class was 60 kids. Wow. And then I hear of these kids that go, oh, my God, we had 2,500. I'm like, wow, I just can't even fathom that. Yeah, my, my graduating class was 450. We had JV, football, we had all of, you know, we had it all, man, shit. And, but I was bust. I was bust in the 80s. Ain't that a bit? 
all the way up in eighty, they was pulling that bullshit. And Fred, even though my class, even though my class was only sixty kids in our graduating yeah. class, the year before that, we won the state California football championship southern section, and we and we played all these teams oh. in L.A. Uh, but we won the state championship. That was, was so amazing. That was what was so I bet you that was about. a big old thick cornbread fed white boy. Them yeah. motherfuckers was like walking tall. Like that motherfucker in uh in uh in uh in uh in the heat of the night. Right. In the heat of the night in the heat of the night, white boys. Yeah. We played a team we played a team in LA. I forget what the team was, but some of us got to stay at Ray Charles's house. I'll never forget it. Wow. And, uh, be, because I think maybe, I don't know if he had a son or somebody on the opposing team, but he was being accommodating to us because we had that to was... drive four, four hours south because I was four hours north of L.A. in Central California. I didn't meet Ray Charles, but some of us got to stay in his house. And I thought, wow, this is a big deal. Yeah, anytime we went to L.A., it was a big deal to play a team in L.A. Because we were a cowpoke. We were just cowpokes where we came from. Had to go to the big city. Yeah, yeah we played Brentwood, you know, Brentwood, which was, you know, in uh, West L.A. I mean, that was like a big deal. To play Brentwood. What was your city that you were from? It was called. Uh, my my high school was in Cambria, California. Cambria. It, it's by Hearst Castle. If you if you know where Hearst Castle is. Patty Hearst. Yeah, yeah. Is that, well, that is the girl that's on the phone here, Miss Mary Patty Hearst? Didn't you? Hi, hi, hi. Yeah, that's hi, where Patty Hearst. That's where Patty Hearst hid out after she was uh, released from uh, being kidnapped, was Hearst Castle. Yeah. Is that Did Northern have, California, uh, Southern, or Central California? It's, it's right in between L.A. and San Francisco on the coast. Halfway in between. Okay, so that's Central California. Central, right. But it's on the coast. Of California, it was right, right on the ocean, right on the ocean. Right. So you lived that kind of life. You grew up in that kind of life. Yeah, and all my mm-hmm. friends were cowboys. That's all we. That's all they were. That's why I said we were a cowpoke. Uh, you know, school. My sixth grade class in high school was cutting the lawn with a tractor. That was my sixth grade class, and I got credit for it. I'd go out there and cut the baseball field, the football field. I mean, I'm like, wow, I'm getting credit for this, for riding around for an hour on a tractor? I love this school. Yeah, but look at look at all the benefits of and uh, how California was at that time agriculturally. It was all about agricultural. So right. Like, yeah. hey, you're right. And that's where all the kids did agriculture. They had a little section where there was pigs. Is that, and, called, uh, is that the Aggies? Is that the Aggies? The yeah. Aggies? No, that's UC Davis. That's UC yeah. Davis. Okay. Right. Okay. Our high school right, name but... was the Coast, Coast Union Broncos. 
was the name of yeah, our but, school. Yeah, but look at it now, John. Do they still do yeah. that today? Of course not, huh? No, no, it's that's still an do. ag school. Nah, it's still doing no, no, it's, yeah, it's usually, still usually when you have districts like that, when you have districts mm-hmm. like that, that's not just in California, but usually when you have districts like that, a lot of monies are allocated to those districts. So I don't know how California and, do it, but and then and Charles, it depends and on. Charles, let me t- and let me tell you why it's the same, because where I live, they put a moratorium in where you can't build like these big developments of, of homes right. to be built. So you can't. I mean, they still have beautiful coastland there. I call it the mini Malibu of uh, California. Uh, it was right on the coast, but you can't build. They have so many zoning laws that you're not allowed to ruin what oh, they already I, have. I, I'm sure. I'm sure. But but then you know, listen to what I'm saying to you. Is that because of the way they district those they district those sections off like that? They allocate those monies to make sure those districts stay that way. I mean, they right. will never change for the simple part of, but the right. simple point is, is because they don't want it to change. They want to stay beautified. They want those people to understand what um, the agriculture is and, and stay in the The importance of agriculture. Right. You but, know why they the do it, and you know why they do it, Charles? They don't want it to become an L.A., San Francisco-type area where it gets overpopulated, too many people moving in. There's not enough resources for all of it because of the water and all that. That's why they do but it. But you know what's taking it away? What's taking it away is the GMO. Oh man, come on! They don't need they don't need farmers you anymore. Force away they make their own shit. What's force that? Force that thing. I can't right. understand that. Sorry. What did you just say? No, no. I like what you said, but I couldn't really know what you said. I'm not talking, no, I'm talking no, you to somebody else. Yeah, yeah. What'd they say? Yeah, I didn't hear. Charles, Charles, say what you said, because I didn't hear it either. Yeah. No, no, you, I was agreeing with you. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was agreeing with what you were saying. I was agreeing with what you were saying. Right. What it, it, they, they don't respect that anymore because the water's dissolved, because it requires water. And now California is all about water. They're taking away the water from the farmers because they don't need you to grow shit no more. They're going to do it. The government's going to do it. The government's going to make meat. The government's going to grow the food. The government wants to uh, live in these homes now. They're going to make everything a metropolis. They, 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 because they have space and land and this and that, whereas before... It was California was wealthy because it was a bread basket. It would feed the rest of the country because of the sunshine, because of the the soil, because of all the benefits of being in California, and it it had the uh, the resources to feed or to take care of the rest of the country and abroad. You had places. You right. had the causeway over here. In, in Sacramento and Davis in between where they grew rice to feed Chris, China and Japan. Chris, can I help you out a little bit? Can I help out? Of course out? you can, you Fred. See? You're so intelligent. They had Campbell's the Soup. Correct. They shut that down. Down where Davis is there on both sides of the freeway. 
As you travel down Northern California, you have almond trees, you have uh, tomatoes on one side, you have Mm -hmm. a tomato plant in Sacramento, California. You have orchards. Sacramento. Also, Mm -hmm. in you as you follow that corridor, the uh, causeways and all, you go across the causeways. Well, we have a rice paddy there that Mm -hmm. distributes over billions and trillions of rice all over the United States and other countries. As you follow that trail down around Crockett, Martinez, and Pinole, you're going to find refineries. You're going to have a refinery not only makes fuel, jet fuel, it makes aerosols. Everything that's combustible is refined there, from motor oil to jet fuel. Then you come up around that corridor, Martinez, Crockett, and on the left-hand side, you will have CNH sugar. One of the main suppliers of the world is CNH sugar. And if you were living in Vallejo, California, and you just happen to need a job, you go to any, you don't get on no computer, you knock on Coca-Cola's door, you knock on Marine, uh, I mean, you could be a fucking millionaire coming up when I came up. There's no excuse to not uh, have Social Security at the age that I am right now. You have Tosco Refinery, you have Chevron Refinery, you have uh, Valvoline, Union 76, right in that corridor, the melting no, pot. You're, you're right, Fred. You're right, because when I drive from here to go visit my family in Central California, when I drive right. through the Bakersfield area, I see the oil things going up and down. I drive by miles of almond trees. I mean, almonds are unbelievable. And then I drive by, and then I see the cotton fields, and then I see flowers. Gil- well, next thing Gilroy, I, next thing I know, Gilroy, 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 remember Gilroy, Gilroy that's yeah, uh, yeah, garlic. That and, uh, the garlic capital of the world. And then you have the modern, the modern part of California, Silicon Valley. Oh, my for God. For all the minerals that, that helps the uh, – the uh, uh, computer industry, I guess you could right. say. Right. That was that new money. That was back when they were calling the right. new the money, new the dot-com dot money. The dot-com money. Wow. You're right. I remember driving from Central California up to Lafayette, California, just outside San Francisco, on the 101 freeway. And then when you hit San Jose, you had to take a jig and a jag on the 101 freeway to get kind of through San Jose. It wasn't a straight shot freeway. And uh, I kind of, and there was nothing that was agricultural there. Uh-oh. I think that's kind Uh-oh. of where we're Uh-oh, I got another one. I got another one. Go ahead. There's a, there's a who makes the cereal? Um, GG, who, who is that? Kellogg. General Mills, General Mills have a plant General Mills. in Vallejo, in Vallejo, that a railroad goes through there. Yeah, General Mills, General Mills makes the flour and the cereals 
and grain. And the same thing, you're right, and the same thing in the Central Valley near Bakersfield, there was like a big Frito. You're in the middle of nowhere driving through this cow pasture. You see this big building all of a sudden ahead of you on Highway 46, and it was like Frito-Lays or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And right next to it was a railroad track, and that's where the railroad tracks would run by, and that's why they put their building there. Right, and right. Sure, and I'm sure it was the same track the that same went through Vallejo. Yeah, that's the same thing with uh, what was it that I mentioned, uh, Scenic Sugar. But also, you got to realize that corridor is a shipping system as well. The Carquinas right there. I mean, you have uh, Toyota docks and unloads their cars there, right there in Martinez. Also, the big shipping containers come through there. No, it's oil. Oil and something else goes through there, back and forth, through there. And then I think you I know what you're talking about, Oakland. Brent. I remember seeing a lot of Navy ships up in that's that area, golf, too. That's the um, golf, mall, golf, golf Mall something. Um, I see a lot of Navy ships docked there, too. Yeah, but how are you and all that's out there? And, you know, Sonata, I had the uh, pleasure of meeting his daughter. Um, let me give you a little history there, uh, uh, there, Beckner. She was a friend. His daughter was a friend of my sister's. And they just had a birthday party in uh, Los Angeles about two or three. No, no, L.A. No, 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 no. Las Vegas. And we were talking about, as kids coming up, going to Las Vegas or flying into Las Vegas. It was not that light. It, man, you could be coming through the desert, and, I mean, as a kid traveling there, and it, uh, the strip was only like hmm, 10 miles long, bro. 10 fucking miles. I remember Fitzgeralds. I remember... Um, Ah, uh, fuck. It's a oh, yeah. lot of old... Fitzgerald's was downtown. Right. Right, old, old right. I mean, right. the way it, it has... It's it's become now, it's a big metropolitan. Man. Right. Yeah. Uh, Vegas was a very little quaint little place that you go and gamble and enjoy yourself. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a, a big tourist spot. It was a fucking gambling hole. Gambling and prostitution. That's, That's all it what was. The Vegas was. Now, now it's, it's, it's entertainment, it's restaurants, it's sports. You name it. You can do it all yeah. there. Right. Yeah. Most but, uh, of the, most, you know, to believe it or not, most of the revenue now made in Vegas is not through gambling. It, it's just made from, uh, you know, staying here, going to different events, going to different restaurants. Most of your money is not made on the on the table games. Okay, so now here in his Vegas daughter, him and his daughter, his daughter, his daughter and my sister were having a conversation, and they were talking about as kids, us being black and them being whatever they are. Uh, but it, racism, man. You know, you could go into a casino and uh, actually, as a black man, you could be a dealer. Head of casino, head of uh, uh, any position. Absolutely, it was very diverse. Any fucking position. 
Absolutely. And, you know, I, I don't want to sound racist or anything, but at one point this world was black and white, man. I'm t- I, I remember when this world was black and fucking white. I remember meeting my first Filipino that at, it was a Filipino, they were already here, but uh, people from Viennese and this and that, Travis Air Force Base, I remember they offloaded, uh, what do you call it, refugees there. And my dad would come home and talk to us about it. And then finally they would take, they showed up at school and on the different ports. But I remember when it was a black and white world. Ain't that some shit? Oh, absolutely. Right here off the, right off of uh, Spring Mountain Road. Which is now we have a whole Chinatown. It's huge. Man, we got everybody. This is it's so beautiful. It's a melting pot, man. And if you smile, the whole world smiles back at you. And if you open up a conversation and you can't even articulate a, a different person's language, but they can feel your body your movement, and the first thing they do is offer you something to eat, man. Oh, my God. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? That's, that's When you can break bread with a person, that's communicating. That's that's a celebration. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. When I first moved here to Vegas in 1990... Hold on. I need to do my voice like I'm talking with... Um, no, you know, come on. You don't have to, you. Uh, you know, no, yeah. no, 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 Reese. I mean, uh, John Dickman. <laughs> I want to be around your friends, and I want to speak articulately. When I first so nobody moved else there, that can laugh at my in nineteen ninety-eight, I'd go out and gamble like every fucking idiot would when you first moved here, <laughs> and then you learn not to after you lose all your money. But man, remember any slot machine you played, you'd have to play with coins, and if if you would I, win. If you would win, you had these little buckets that you put all your coins in. You'd set them to the side of your – I mean, you had to keep one bucket after another in your hand. Dollars, like, though, John. John, I was doing <laughs> dollars, and I would line them motherfuckers up, and I would start stacking them. I would start right, stacking right. them. Right, and they would be like, are you going to change this in? Are you going to change this in? No, right, motherfucker. Right. I know in a bucket you could have $500 worth of quarters. Right, and but then, remember uh, – but remember how heavy they were to carry to the cage? Yeah. The cash, Fuck the yeah. But I I'm going to tell dad. you, I, 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 it's, a, it's a wonder that I didn't go to jail, man, because I walked up on a, on a machine, and I hadn't been playing that motherfucker, and it said 777777, and I pushed that button for the cashier to come over there, and I told and she looked at me, and I looked at her, and she broke, opened that motherfucking machine and went writing on a piece of paper and gave me the fucking money. Nowadays, you pull some shit like that, they'll probably lock your ass up. But that lady well, no, gave I, me the fucking money. No, I hit a twenty five hundred jackpot a couple a couple weeks ago, and huh. you know, so the machine you know is doing ding 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 ding, hand pay hand pay hand pay, and you no, know, they do they do come up and still pay you cash, but you have to hand them your driver's license. You have to, because it's over $1,200. No, it, it, I walked up on the machine. I wasn't playing the machine. It was a yeah, old right. pay. How would you say? I didn't play it. Supposed, yeah. They were supposed to reset it, and they didn't reset right. it. Yeah. They didn't reset yeah, it. they didn't reset it. Oh, right. She went okay. inside. Okay. She opened that fucking door up, got a little piece of paper, 
And I said, it, it didn't pay you. And she wrote something down. She got on the walkie-talkie, gave him the machine number, and gave me the fucking money. I'm like, wow, man. Uh, you know, I was, I was in my, I was, I was drunk. I was out of my mind when I done that shit, man. But it worked. Well, welcome, welcome to Las Vegas. Yeah. No, you, you, man. I wrote a bad check in uh, Reno, Nevada, back in 1985. I went back in 2001. They had a warrant for my fucking arrest for a twenty-five dollar check, bro. They do that. They do that. And I worked in you collections here. Right, you don't want to go there like and get broke, and them motherfuckers talking about, oh, charge it to your room. Or, we can we can front you a hundred dollars. Man, them motherfuckers won't take money when you get home. They want you to send you money. Either they will put a warrant out for you. Shit. No, Fred, I worked casino collections for Steve Wynn at the Mirage. I know exactly what you're talking about. I would I would call the people. And go, hey, when are you going to pay your uh, fifty thousand dollar marker? Oh, uh, well, I can't pay it all right now. I'd say, okay, can you do it in payments? Yeah, I can do it in payments. But then but then they wouldn't pay, and then eventually I would take the markers down to the county courthouse. We had we had what was called we had what was called a bad check unit here at the DA's office. Cuz if you write a bad check in Vegas, and that's not whether you write a check out of your checkbook, but that's also considered a marker at the casino because you sign a marker at the casino. And if you don't pay that, they're going to arrest you for uh, uh, for passing a bad check. Happened many a times with people not paying the In all the your markers. life, Batman, you just can't get away from the fact that you're affiliated with the police, huh? <laughs> <laughs> No, I just used whatever tool was at our was at our disposable disposal to collect our money. That's oh, all. You're right, the disposable part of the disposable unit. Well, that's why they call this place Lost Wages, not Las Vegas. <clears throat> Lost Wages. Yeah, I've been looking at those uh, suites over there at the uh, what do you call it, Red Rock. Man, I'd give yeah, anything to stay in one of a couple of them motherfuckers there. I mean, I, what do you got to be a high a high roller to? Uh, oh my God! Get some points you know, over there, man. Fred, Fred, had you told me that three years ago, four years ago, John? Yeah. I want a room. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 